Transformers Reactivate has many people excited to finally have a Transformers game to dive into. And while we wait for Transformers Activate gameplay, I wanted to put together a list of the four things I think that the content loop in the gameplay really needs to do. I talk a lot about live service games and their ongoing models, so we wanted to start to do series content like this, where we talk about all the games that are on the horizon, talk about what they must do and what they can't do. So this will be one of the first videos that we do. If you like this kind of content, make sure you're here for the discussions. I'm going to put the four things that Transformers Reactivate must do with their content loop and their gameplay right here at the beginning, and then I'm going to discuss it with the audience. I have a lot of discussion questions, so make sure you're subscribed to the channel so you don't miss these live streams. So the first thing that I think they absolutely must do is nail the robotic feel. Obviously, if you've paid any attention to to the game and you've seen this trailer you know that we're going to be fighting some sort of you know enemy called the legion but you're gonna need to feel like you are a robot right you're not gonna want to feel like you're uh, a soldier or a person and i think that's going to be very very tough i think movement has to be clunky and punchy but it also has to feel agile i think combat has to feel impactful and powerful and fun something that games have been struggling with lately is having combat that feels punchy uh i think skill up described biomutant is like you were punching a pillow and i do think that is difficult you want there to be an impact you want there to be that player feedback whenever you are engaging in combat transformation i think needs to be very satisfying i mean obviously it's a transformers game Uh, i'm wearing a transformer shirt and uh it needs to be satisfying it can't just be sort of switching from traveling to fighting i think that's always a concern with games like this is that the transforming will be sort of a gimmick Uh, i would love to see transformations woven into combat like you could like do something like an ability like quickly transform uh do an attack and then transform back and i think in the robotic feel this is like the first thing they have to nail is the robotic feel i think the game has to be third person and i'm curious what people think about that that's kind of a must for me they show this one shot here sort of from a driving perspective which i'd be okay if driving and flying was first person, but I generally think most of the time you're going to need to be in third person if they want to nail the robotic feel of the game. Second thing that they must do is have good incentivization. What am I chasing? What am I gaining? Am I putting new things on my hands? Am I getting new loot? Am I getting new items, right? What am why am I engaging with the content pieces? Is there micro satisfaction with macro progression. I think these are two things that live service games need to nail. Ongoing content needs to nail the fact that you have micro satisfaction, little moments and feelings of the combat loop feels good, the drops, whatever you're getting, that needs to have a level of satisfaction, but you also need to have that sense of macro progression. And I think I need loot, and I know that might be, maybe that's controversial, I don't know, but I need there to be loot in this game. If it's just XP, if it's just skills, that's going to be a pretty big turnoff for me. I'm going to love playing as a Transformer, I'm going to love getting into the combat loop and doing all the different things but i really feel like this is a game ripe for a loot pursuit putting things on your bot getting different tiers of loot different items to add to your loadout so that's the second thing like first and foremost they got to nail the robot feel second you got to have that good incentivization third 
I think the bots should be incomplete, but kind of not. And what I mean is, you can't feel done. If this is going to be an ongoing game, you can't sort of have a fully functioning robot. You need to be able to improve it. You need to be able to add abilities, add powers, build. Uh, You can't feel weak or bad necessarily. I know the premise of the trailer is obviously, if you've seen this, they're they're sort of trying to wake you back up or wake whoever back up. We're, we're, we're theorizing that it's Bumblebee. And I think that could be the context for you're sort of weak, you're sort of rebuilding yourself, but you can't feel like a piece of trash. But I do think you need to have this elasticity. You can't have an end point. You have to have future content. You can have augmentations and things that you're doing to your transformer. New weapons, new effects. I think one of the greatest ways a game like this could go on going is introduce new weapons and abilities that are needed for new threats, new enemies, go to new planets, things of that nature. I don't think you can have an end point. You want to have that elasticity, that ongoing nature to the bots when you're playing with them. And then I think this last one is the most important one for any ongoing game, right? You have to have an end game without abandoning the base game. This is a common mistake in live service games. Your story missions, your quests, your side quests, your vanilla content at some level would need to be repurposed, okay? A shrunken endgame is too narrow. It's quickly boring. It's quickly cast aside. You're just like, okay, how are you extending the game? How are you extending the endgame? What exactly am I doing in the content loop? Ongoing game longevity and live service doesn't work as almost like tack-ons because if everybody sort of migrates to those new things those new tack-ons it doesn't really feel like a full game it has to touch the whole game or at least large portions portions of the whole game if you always feel like you're living in the latest add-on activity the game's gonna feel small and i think live services ultimately fail when they do that if you're always shuffling to that new seasonal end game content it doesn't really feel like you're playing a complete game it feels like you're almost playing a mini game so those are the four things that i really think they need to nail and i want to know what you think leave comments below how do you think they nail the robotic feel what sort of incentivization would you like to see i really need loot i don't think xp and skills and abilities are enough i really want loot How do they add bots and make them sort of progress and grow without making them feel complete or sort of done? Because Autobots are pretty awesome as they exist in the in the cartoons and in the stories. And should the end game embrace, you know, using the base content and repurposing? I'd love to know what you think about all those things. Obviously, people in chat can answer these questions right now. If you're in the chat, we're gonna have to throw this stream on our back. The gaming news cycle is legitimately dead quiet, so we thought, let's do our own content, let's do our own thing. My second show today is going to be about another game and what I think they need to do with something else. We thought this could be a fun time to make it more about, let's comb over a game, every single piece and part of it, and uh, and discuss what we'd like to see from it. And I, I think everyone looking forward to a Transformers game obviously hopes that they nail it like no one's looking at this game and thinking oh man I you know I, I I'm not sure if I even want to play it I think everybody has at least some low level of interest in playing it make sure you guys are going through the morning ritual of smashing the like button uh, we want to see those first 100 likes good morning good afternoon and good evening to all of you I started off the day I, I gifted a member to 
to chat for you know for running behind and making you guys wait i've been trying to start closer to 10 or 15 after so it's just it's not much different than when we used to run a 10 minute intro what's good feed i see you in the chat i don't want open world or something just give us what they can and push the content Good morning from the Florida airport after a 13-hour ship. Keep me awake, Lono. Well, I'll do my best, MJ Talks. I'm curious what you guys think. I know the monologue can drive people to lurk, but we're going to need some folks to interact with this topic. Like, how do they nail the robotic feel? What incentivization do you think they should be doing? I'm, I'm sort of demanding loot and I know there might be other people that look differently about this. Like, oh, I don't want to chase loot. I, you know, I would just rather like level up my Autobot or level up my skills and abilities. If they let you design what your robot's disguise form is, will you pick chair? No, I would not pick a chair. Like, if if I can pick between, you know, a jet or some of the other things that are out there, I don't think I would pick a chair. Uh, there's a lot of things to choose from, and cha- chair chair would be a pretty weak start. I imagine it would be mostly vehicles, right? Trucks, cars, motorcycles, jets, things of that nature. I think it'd be fun to make a motorcycle, you know, and have it be really agile and really fast. You'd probably be a bit of a smaller bot if you were a motorcycle. Like, you wouldn't have a whole lot of metal to work with. And then, you know, a big old dump truck would be cool too, like a tank style. I hope there's a good selection from the start or at the very least not a terrible and light selection from the start that's the other question is like do they make it more of a rolodex yo uh i already said good morning the feed he's talking to creature now good morning feed Uh, yeah do they make it like a rolodex of classic bots that you're choosing from or do you like make your own that would be one of the questions of like how do you maintain the ongoing audience and the ongoing engagement if like everybody's running around as Bumblebee? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I, and also, you know, it being a four-player action game, are they dialing back the live service MMORPG elements? Like that's another thing that may have happened in the passing of the torch here because this was being built by one studio and now it's been handed off to another. High Moon Studios made an arena shooter back in the 360 era, and it was one of the best-feeling arena shooters on the market. What was that one called? Just level up and quit at max. These with the types of games never have seen an endgame I like. I But I think you can nail an endgame in a game like this. I do. I, I, don't, I don't think it's that difficult to nail uh, an endgame in a game like this. You've got all sorts of of robots that you can you can be added you have plenty of games uh that that do this sort of thing like add loot add cycles add new guys for you to play as you know just being like oh no your guy's done now he's max level the possibilities are limitless they are literally transformers and can turn into bugs right turn into small bugs i didn't even think about character creator for transformers you got me thinking now Right, like, as far as loot incentivization, or I I guess I could just say player incentivization, if you're just Bumblebee instead of your own Transformer, that's going to automatically limit what they can have you picking up and doing. But they could still create a loot table for any of the characters that are like Bumblebee, right? Let's say he's in a class of... Um, agile damage. Let's just say that. He's in a class of agile damage, and if you play as him, he's fast, he's got the smaller frame, slightly smaller frame, right? He's not like one of the big guys, he's got a smaller frame, you know, are, are you are you getting loot for him? Are you getting new tires? Are you getting new guns? 
that's the stuff that I want to chase. They made the popular Transformers games, Fall and War for Cybertron. How did you how did you treat your Transformers in those games? Did you get loot or did you just kind of level up? It would have to be class based, right? You'd like put Bumblebee in a class and be like, this class can get all of these drops, all of these tire types, right? You could get you could get even little things. You could have like a kit that sort of affects your entire build. Like maybe this kit lets you transform faster and do more damage, but it's weaker alloy, like weaker metal or something. And then you swap that kit out for a different kit. You kind of know like the mods in uh, Borderlands, how it kind of affects your entire build. From a monetization standpoint, character creator is clearly the better choice. Way more individual bits and bobs that they could sell you, so they could actually ma- it actually makes more sense than just picking existing bots. Yo, happy holidays, Harry. I'm worried that it's just going to be existing bots. I saw a couple videos in my feed this morning of like, Transformers reactivate Autobots revealed or something or roster revealed and I was like oh it's just like a roster of guys that you're going to pick from because it seems like even in the trailer they're just kind of going around and waking them up I don't know if that's super strong incentivization for me because for me I I want I want loot man and I know not every game can be a looter I know not every game can be a game with a with a loot table but I always feel like that's just such a great way to keep a game going as opposed as opposed as opposed to being like nah you're max level now right oh no yeah no you're done or or oh you've you finished you know I've I've always felt that if you give me the opportunity to chase loot and get more stuff I'm gonna do that and if you just let me max out my character I'm also always concerned that anytime you do that with a game, you're essentially taking the game and shrinking it down into a linear exercise. Because, I don't know, everybody's going to find the fastest way to level up. Everybody's going to find the fastest way to sort of quote-unquote finish the game instead of trying different builds, different loot, ETC. I think we all know a game like this is virtually guaranteed to basically launch in beta. We don't want that, but that's what we'll get. I certainly hope that's not the case. I don't, and I really hope we don't get a beta. Loot is shallow too. Oh no, we got the best weapon. You're done. And then comes power creep and then sunsetting. Yeah, we're going to get into talking about that in our second stream today about Diablo 4. And even in Transformers, that would be a concern is how deep is the loot table? How much, how much is there for you to chase I, I I don't disagree with you I don't disagree with you I think whenever whenever you have a loot table that's always a risk there's the risk of the loot tables too small everybody has the best build everybody has the best gun and that's why I said like what incentivization do you see working because I I, I argued in my show open I was like I I need loot I think other people would say, no, we just need abilities and skills and XP. Just level them up. I don't want to chase loot. I don't want to get... Some people look at loot tables and they're like, I don't want a blue cannon. I want a purple cannon. I, I'm mad that I got the wrong drop. Like, they're not actually motivated by loot chase. They're, they tend to be annoyed by it. I think it'll be fine with pre-made bots if they go all out on putting tons of the existing bots in the game and not just 10 or the 12 recognizable ones. I'd like a rogue MMO live service. How would a rogue MMO work? I guess every mission 
if you die, you go back to town or whatever, and so rogue elements, but not a true rogue, right? I feel like you could constantly add more bots, but my concern would be if that's the primary thing that you're doing, I just feel like that would start to get old. That would start to feel like Transformers Pokemon. Like, yeah, gotta catch them all. We get three more likes on the video. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. The gaming news circuit right now is very much quiet. Nobody's really saying anything as we end 2022. So we decided to do videos about kind of what I want to talk about. I'd rather take different games that are coming out. We've got all the big titles on my dry race board over here. There's all sorts of different things that I would like to see happen in these games. I have a lot of you must do this and you must not do this ideas about games and live service and player incentivization and loot tables and you know elasticity of games. So I thought it would be fun to put together lists for games like this and say what do you guys think about the gameplay Transformers reactivate gameplay. What must they do? And I outlined four things. And one of them that we're talking about right now is just incentivization. What are you going for and playing? Like, what? What? what's the missions? What, what are you doing if you're playing a mission? What are you doing if you're playing a hard uh, mission or boss fight? What are you getting? Like, what's the point? Best case scenario, it releases and it's not a buggy mess, but it needs serious balancing and tweaking. Uh, and we're waiting weeks and months for full content. Pay and wait, subscribe in seasons. That's okay, I guess. I don't necessarily have any reason to to be foreboding or or cynical about this. Like, oh no, it's going to be bad out of the gate. I've not seen any evidence for that. It being passed from one dev to another is cause for concern with respect to quality and and vision transfer. Right? Like, you need good visions transfer. You can't you can't necessarily. Just, just. Oh yeah, here you guys are making the game now. I think that's. I think that's a challenge. How do we know it isn't Gotcha? I mean, it's it's not being made by a company known for Gotcha. It's not being targeted at a uh, at a Japanese market. So Japanese markets tend to be more accepting of Gotcha. Uh, Transformers is obviously, I think, a little bit more of a Western audience as opposed to maybe if this was like a Gundam game, you would be seeing a much higher uh, Asian. Asian population, you know, chasing it. And the minute you are, you know, having a game launching in uh, in Korean, Japanese, or Chinese markets, they're more receptive to gotcha. Um, and so I, I don't see any evidence that there'd be that this would be a gotcha game. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying it will release and be bad. I'm saying it will release and be like so many other live service games, right? But I don't think we've got evidence that live service games launch like that. I don't think so. I think we've had games that launch that try to do live service and everyone thinks, oh, that's why that game is is buggy and glitchy. I, we, we've had this debate before. I have not been compelled to believe that when games launch buggy, glitchy, and have problems, it's because they're live service. Typically, they're buggy, glitchy, and have problems because they weren't ready to launch. Like, it's not... I don't think there's something endemic to live service games that means... Oh yeah, if you build a live service game, it's going to be buggy trash at launch and they'll fix it over time. I find that narrative to be just... I find that narrative to be one that I don't see evidence for. I think people invert invert 
the the telescope and they look at a game and they're like oh no here's a game that's bad it's because it's live service and it's like well no maybe it's just bad because it's bad maybe they didn't spend enough time in QA maybe they didn't spend enough time you know debugging or troubleshooting maybe they rushed the game out the door maybe we're still coming out from underneath the shadow of the sickie and launching games is still you know still a pretty significant challenge I think elements of live service games tend to be more susceptible to bugs well, is it live service or is it just online games, right? Is it, is it, oh, it's live service games are more susceptible to bugs or is it no online games where you play with other people and it's a shared world and there's enemies and there's servers and there's internet connectivity. I feel like that's more akin to that. Like, oh, well, not akin to that. That's more an indicator of why we see bugs in games like this. It's not because it's live service. It's because it's online. Live service isn't the cause there. It's that we're trying to do things online that traditionally were more simplistic. If you think historically about online gaming, it was typically like, yeah, it's 12 people on a teeny map shooting at each other. And then we started getting into larger games, bigger worlds, shared experiences, drop in, drop out, you know. And don't forget, we've all been demanding, you know, fist on the table, give us crossplay, give us crossplay. Yeah, well, I think crossplay comes at a cost. It comes at, you know, bandwidth has to be allocated to that, netcode has to be coded for that, and latency, packet loss, all of those things are going to be happening when you're playing on completely different ecosystems with other people. I, I don't I don't think any of this is an, an indicator that like live service is a bad idea. I don't I don't agree with that. Um I don't assume a game is going to be bad because it's live service. I spend my energy hoping and looking for a game that is live service done well. I think we're on the cusp of the live like the live service resurgence. A somebody ordered some coffee, three bags of dark roast to I, you didn't put a username, so I don't want to say your name because some people use their actual name in YouTube chat and some people don't, but somebody already ordered three bags of Dark Roast this morning. I already gifted a member to start things off to thank you guys for waiting in the chat. Every 25 members, and I have to give five. We are... We're like four away from 2,100. The next big member goal is 2,500, and we'll do a triple-header horror weekend. My wife and I will play through like a scary game called Until Dawn. You did unlock the Star Wars Watch Party, so we'll have details about that in January. It'll probably be the second Saturday or further than that in uh, in January. We'll we'll use the Discord and other places to announce that. Crossplay is 100% a bug, a bug culprit. For sure, and I think that's the thing. Like, think about all of the things that we are demanding of games now. We want them to be online. We want to be able to play with our buddies. We want to be able to have cross-play. Like, we want things to go on. We want updates. We want things to be, uh, you know, we want tons of hours from the game. Like, nobody would buy a game like this and be like, yeah, I'd be totally fine with 10 or 12 hours and then putting the game down. No. People look at a game like this and they're like, I, I want to play that game for, for months, years. Like, so when you look at a game like this and you see, oh, it's going to be bad, it's going to have bugs, it's going to be blah, blah, blah. It's like... Number one, I don't see evidence of that, but if in fact games like this launch and have trouble, we have to start asking the question, like, what's that stemming from? 
is it stemming from games coming out too early i think up to now that's been one of the more primary causes if you look at sort of the the video game industry and how things were running a lot of games were shoved out too early i think now that we're stepping into a different era into live service into more mmo light style games that are ongoing games that want your attention beyond that launch month i think you're going to see a whole new host of problems that aren't necessarily explained away by, oh, it launched too early. Oh, the devs don't know what they're doing. Oh, live service is bad. It's like, no, I think we're going through a video game evolution. This is the step in gaming evolutions that the on the ongoing live service game is sort of the the next the next big era that we're going to notice like we went through sort of an evolution with battle royales and now i think we're going through another stage of that and i think that is why you're going to see games some people are going to nail it and some people aren't going to nail it they're going to fall flat on their face because i think sometimes people are taking games that were never designed for ongoing monetization or loot incentivization structures and then they're trying to bake it in after the fact and it just doesn't end up working Broken in-game economy, SBMM if there's PvP, endgame if it's mostly PvE. So many ways it could end up like just another live service game. I'll always wait patiently for a finished polished product. I'm still waiting on Squadron 42 or a finished Star Citizen, right? Yo, what's good, Savage Sharkbite? Guys, feel free to weigh in on this. I walked through Transformers Reactivate gameplay. Must do these things. I had a list at the show open. I'll give you that list very quickly right now. They need to nail the robotic feel. I think that's going to be a challenge. You want the robots to feel impactful and powerful, but not like clunky and slow. We also don't want there to be gimmicks. I don't want transforming to just be a gimmick of traveling. I want it to be something meaningful. Secondly, I said they need to nail incentivization, and I really think it should be a loot-based game. I'd be I'd be open to disagreement there. Do you just prefer XP or abilities? I actually also said that you should be adding to the robots. I don't think an Autobot should feel completed out of the box. You should be adding to him, changing his gun, changing his tires, adding pieces to him, upgrading him, augmenting him. You know, long-term elasticity is going to be a challenge. If you're literally just constantly adding bots, I think adding to the bots themselves would be a better route to take. Lastly, on the subject of endgame, I said endgame should embrace using all of the content repurpose everything slowly but surely you don't have to do it every single time you do an update a season or a dlc but i think after about a year all of the content should be touched in some way updated made fresh whenever you makes people sort of live in the new end game activity you shrink down and make the game feel very narrow instead of the whole game feeling like it's getting a fresh coat of paint if you're not building or customizing your own i'm out says eugene like, what do you guys think about that? Do you think that's going to be a dividing line for some people? Are some people going to be saying that? Like, nah, dude, I need to be able to customize my own my own Autobot. Like, I don't want to be purely just picking from an existing uh, Autobot or, or picking from a Rolodex of, of Autobots. Like, where do you land on that? Because I, I tend to think that that is something that many people are going to look at this and they're going to have that that request of, man, I'd really like to build my own, I'd really like to build my own Autobot. I don't want to just pick from a roster, but then there's going to be other people that are like, bro, I want to pick from a roster. I want to play as Optimus Prime. I want to play as, I mean, I don't know if you'll get to play as the, the Decepticons, but yeah, I want to play as Soundwave. 
It could be like Avengers. Right, more roster-driven as opposed to customization-driven. I happen to think if they go roster-driven, I end up not getting my wish. It ends up not being loot-based. Do you know what I'm saying? Because if it's loot-based, I don't know. I mean, I guess they kind of did it loot-based in Avengers. I don't want to matchmake into activities and see four Optimus Primes. I said that in the show open, Eugene. Like, is it really going to feel like this cool cooperative live service game if I matchmake and like three of us are Bumblebee (laughs) you know what I'm saying like or are they going to make it to where that doesn't happen like every transformer is sort of in its own class and they wouldn't want that right you'd want to have a blend of like a tank style character a healing support style character and a damage style character I want to build my own and then use skins to look like the character to be more positive, says Derek, even color options, style types within the robot category, elemental weapon loadouts that you have to choose and individually level up, some sweet possibilities. That's why I want it to be a loot-based game. If it's purely XP and abilities-based, I feel like you're really going to flatten out possibilities right out of the gate. And now your mama knows says, I think loot always makes games difficult and for me ruin things because it turns into all about loot and not the game. There's pitfalls in every system, Mama knows. Like, there's pitfalls in every system. So, in a purely XP abilities-driven system, it can become very mechanistic. You're just doing activities to get XP to level up. Well, then what are you going to look for? You're going to look for the greatest return. Well, what activity gives me the most XP? I'm thinking in the realm of live service. I'm not thinking in the realm of like just playing through the game for the very first time. I'm thinking in the realm of like, are you gearing up for endgame? Are you maxing out your character? Like, how are you doing all those things? In my mind, it's like, if you make it purely XP-based, I think you take a giant risk of everybody jumping into this Transformers game and saying, what's the fastest way to level? Like, those are common search terms, YouTube videos, and guides that come out. Like, Transformers reactivate, it launches, and everyone's going to YouTube being like, what's the fastest way to level? Blah, blah, blah. The other thing that I think the absence of loot does is I think it really only hits one note. You're only hitting one note of satisfaction when you end an activity. Instead of ending the activity, seeing something drop and being like, that could potentially be awesome, you're literally just sort of looking at a static number, like just a number going up. I'll give you an example. There was a time in another game where I was playing that instead of playing an activity over and over and over again and hoping for this weapon to drop and getting a certain roll on it and being really excited, I had to play the activity 40 times in order to get the weapon. So what that did was it made those 39 times just sort of a rote, rehearsed activity. Go in, do it, get out. No excitement. No chance for anything, you know, exciting happening. It's just, all right, that's run number 17. All right, that's run number 18. And when you go purely XP-based, I worry that the game can do the same thing. I'm not necessarily impacted by a number going up. Now, somebody might say, yeah, but when you level up, yo, thank you, East Coast Overlord, for the $5 tip. If it's just XP-based, what happens when you unlock everything? Loot brings longevity. I was just getting ready to go there. Eventually, with XP-based, you're either going to have to go to a Paragon system like in Diablo, so your Transformer can sort of continue to get little benefits here and there, 
or you have to be like no he's done it's time to move on to another maybe they put another autobot in the game maybe they release a new character for you to play as or something and now you've got somebody new to level up well I think that would be the concern then it's like well then again you're just shuffling me around I'm not investing in the transformer I'm just moving to another one that starts to feel like transformers Pokemon like you're just catching them all gotta catch them all gotta have them all yo it's good Jesse Mack I hope the loot system oh I hope they have loot systems in transformers reactivate uh, and they do it with loot system and do it right with loot systems got it rogue base start new Listen, I've grown more fond of rogue systems, but you can't throw rogue systems in every game. Like, that doesn't work. I disagree with the need for third person, says Robert. I wouldn't mind a first person game that has some actions in third person. I I don't agree with that. I think this game absolutely needs to be third person. I'm okay with first person being interwoven, but I always need to see my Autobot for the most part. I Like, I can't be in the head of the Autobot. Like, you know how you feel when you're playing like a mech game or like a Titanfall? That, no, Transformers are a part of the game. They're like the centerpiece. And if I can't see my Transformer, I feel like that's a major, major mistake if I just see some like heads-up display overlay, right? Now, right here, they show first-person perspective for driving, And I'd be totally okay with that. And some people might actually toggle off of first person for driving and be like, nah, I'd rather see my car. You could do that in Batman Arkham Knight, right? You could be in the Batmobile, and that was really great for driving very fast. It actually helped control it a little bit more. But then third person, you know, if for people that wanted to see the Batmobile. I Am Melee says, custom-built characters, each seasonal unlock, uh, you have parts like head, arms, legs, torso, or one of the main characters on the battle pass. That'll introduce the main crew over a longer period of time. I'm actually totally okay with them adding like new playable bots like over time maybe, uh, and that's kind of how the seasonal content, or maybe the DLC, if they do like annual DLC, that's how that content could be structured. But I tend to agree with people that are saying, man, I'd really want to make my own Transformer, and I really want there to be loot systems in the game. To me, it kind of feels like this. If you just build a game where I'm picking pre-built Autobots and leveling them up and there's no loot and I can play with other people, that to me doesn't feel like a live service game. That feels like a single-player RPG that I can play with my buddies, like a single-player action RPG that kind of threw co-op into the mix. But if you can build your own character and there's loot to chase, and they're adding more loot over time, that to me is how you do a game like this long term. You make a game like this feel special long term by doing that. If we get to the end of two months, and you and I are virtually interchangeable as players because we both maxed out Bumblebee and Optimus Prime and whoever the third, let's just say there's a third character. We, we know, oh yeah, we max them out. If we're virtually interchangeable, I don't, I don't think that has staying power for loyalty, for player engagement. I, I just don't think that works as well as one where you build your own and chase loot and build and craft your own sort of character through the things that drop. In Transformers lore, do the robots really change by adding parts? If not, why would the game have it? 
I actually think in the lore, they do updates to themselves, do they not? They change out things and add weapons to themselves. I would imagine. I don't think... I mean, I don't know. Somebody in chat might have to help me. Is there evidence in any of the Transformers content anywhere that they can add to themselves, change things out? I feel like we saw that in Bumblebee, right? Like, he well, no, he could change his disguise. He went from looking like a Volkswagen Beetle to looking like a really nice sports car. Optimus became a prime. Yeah, people in chat are saying, yes, they upgrade a lot. Yes, they do. Okay, then yeah, I mean, if there's if there's grounds for it, then I think that's, that's, a, that's a great way to have incentivization centering around loot instead of just, yeah, play and level up. You know what I mean? Many times they get upgrades or updates, says Creature. I know they can combine. Yeah, you can definitely do combinations as well, for sure. Yeah, Bumblebee is a Camaro now, yeah. Come on, all the primes have had different upgrades and attachments in both the comics, the toys, the cartoons, and the movies. I actually just remember playing with the toys as a kid. I don't really remember being too deep into the cartoons as a kid. We didn't really watch them, which is kind of a shame, because that's like primo 80s cartoon viewing, you know, the Transformers. Um... They can change vehicle forms as East Coast Overlord and weapons, but the bot form stays the same-ish. Barrier says, I don't necessarily think you need a lore-accurate reason for loot, just as long as it makes sense in the world game. I tend to agree with Barrier, unless they just flat-out break the rules of the Transformer universe, it's totally fine for Bumblebee to beat a boss and get, like, an upgrade to his wheels, or his cannon, or you know, his transformation speed. I don't know. What I meant to say was, says Hollow, for a game like Transformers, where your character is the center of gameplay, it wouldn't make sense to not be able to see your bot in third person. I I, I 100% agree with that. I think the bot, the Autobot, is the center. If I'm playing a Transformers game, I, dude, I don't want to see some heads-up display. I want to see my Transformer. If you think about customization and monetization, leveling up, getting loot, all those things, you I definitely think you need to be seeing your Transformer. Now, I'm okay with letting people run first person if they want. If you prefer first person for the driving or uh, the flying, some people would prefer, you know, cockpit style flying. I don't I, I know you go ahead, man. You go ahead, boo boo. I'm not doing that though, man. I want to see my Autobot. I want to see his paint. I want to see his arms and his weapons and I'm picturing him moving. I'm picturing really cool iframe animations. Like maybe you can transform, you know, as a form of dodging, you know, because that's something I said in the show open, you know, they've got to nail the robotic feel. And I think one of the ways they do that is give you like combat fluidity. Like what if when you go to roll out of the way, it's a transforming animation, your bot, like kind of like transforms and then un you know, transforms into a ball or something and then pops out of it like, and that's your iframe, that's your dodge. That or, or maybe it minimizes damage. You can do a slower dodge that gets you out of the way and you take no damage. Or you could do something, you know, like you're going to do a, uh, a, a, an, animated, an animated transformative dodge. And when you do that you uh it's faster but if you get hit you'll take a a very small amount of damage like they could give you different engagement choices with just things like that like do you want to do a transformation dodge or do you want to do like a traditional dodge 
You can achieve good robot clunkiness in first person with camera shake. Oh my gosh, Robert. Robert, are you just trying to throw out bad ideas? No, I don't want... Who wants camera shake? No. First and foremost, you're talking about a Transformers game. Like, look at this guy. By the way, if you guys like my shirt, this comes from 80s Tees. The shirt command today will take you to the Transformers collection over there. Uh, Just make sure you use code LONO if you ever buy shirts from there. It'll save you like 30% off and it supports me. Fortnite skins wouldn't be as lucrative if the game was first person. This game needs to allow people to see their dope bot for more reasons than just monetization, but that's going to be a big one. I, I agree. I agree. If you think about the success of Fortnite and the skins and how many people buy those skins, that that's a, that's a very, very good uh, very good answer. It's like, oh man, I don't know. You got you to gotta see all that. Look at Titanfall games and something like Junkrat in Overwatch. Yeah, but here's the thing with Titanfall, Robert. Here's the thing with Titanfall. Titanfall was very much first-person shooter meets meets mech game, right? Kind of blending the two. I would argue that a really, really good Transformers game would not feel like a mech game. Like, I don't think it should feel like a mech. I think it should feel like an action-adventure game where you happen to be playing as a robot. Does that make sense? Like, mech games are just different. They're cut different. They handle different. The, the, the combat and the gameplay is different in a mech game. I don't think you want a Transformers game feeling like a mech game. I think it needs to feel completely different. There can be obvious elements and, and, and touches of a mech game, but I don't think you would want it to feel like this clunky, I'm inside this robot, clunk, 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 and then you got the heads-up display. I don't think that that would be good. It would be screen shake, place vibration and vibration intensity, uh, as well as the animations all work together in tandem to make every heavy clunky, to make it feel heavy and clunky, but in a good feeling way. The new Gundam shooter is an FPS, and I feel like a mech. I, I don't know. Maybe people disagree with me on this. I don't think that I don't think a Transformers game should feel like a mech game because you're not really a mech. Does that make sense? Like. You are, but you aren't. Like, mechs are supposed to be almost like big, clunky, sort of like warrior bots that people go in and stand inside. Transformers comes in, they come in all sorts of different shapes and sizes. One's a car, one's a truck, one's a dump truck, one's a motorcycle, one transforms into a bug. And all their different, all their different movesets, all their different attack animations, how fast they are, all of that stuff needs to feel fluid and fast and, and agile. It can't, you can't feel like some slow-moving mech. Mechs have a human pilot inside them. That's another good point. Mechs are supposed to feel like an extension of a person piloting them. That's why they tend to feel clunky. It's a machine where you're interacting with it as the pilot, like in Titanfall. You literally climb inside. Transformers are sentient beings. They they have their own will and their own mind and their own personality. There's not somebody in there driving Bumblebee around. Even even Bumblebee letting somebody drive him as a car is kind of a big deal. So I don't I, yeah, I don't think you could have and, and that's I think going to be the struggle is that if you do too much first person, that's what people are going to say is like, "Oh, it's just a met game." It's just a mech game. I don't want to play some mech game. No. You need to see Transformers reactivate gameplay, and you need to see Bumblebee dashing. 
and dodging and rolling and shooting and punching and it needs to have that feel it's almost like it needs to feel kind of like Rock'em Sock'em Robots meets an action adventure game like it needs to feel like that not I'm in the cockpit of a mech because I think those two things are very different they're very very different as far as an immersion point goes if it though being in the cockpit of a mech is not the same as controlling a transformer I think they're fundamentally different if I was in charge and I was vision casting if I was the creative director for this transformers game that's what I'd be driving home we don't want this to feel like a mech game it needs to feel like a fun fluid action adventure game where the transformer itself is the centerpiece of the action and the centerpiece of the game's quality like oh this feels awesome I'm excited to be Optimus Prime I'm excited to play as whoever I do think the next layer of that discussion is I need I really want to make my own transformer I really want to make my own transformer I I don't know how attached I would be to playing as and leveling up Bumblebee or playing as and leveling up Optimus Prime it'd be fun but it'd be way more fun to build my own do you know what I'm saying and I know you know you play a game like Avengers and somebody be like well I mean if that game would have been successful you'd be running around playing as the different characters sure that'd be cool but can you imagine a live service X-Men game where you make your own mutant and you pick your own powers and abilities and obviously if you really 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 want regenerative properties like Wolverine right you wouldn't be able to pick a lot of other things it would be like a skill point based thing where certain things are really strong you know like if you pick flight it's going to limit the other things you can do you know you want to pick teleportation you know like you want to vamp around like uh, Nightcrawler you know I assure you professor I'm not moist (laughs) I think it's more fun to go on missions with Optimus and Bumblebee we're talking about DC online I never actually played DC online yeah like yeah like City of Heroes and DC online I know in those ones you were like making your own characters the true, uh, true Transformers are entire beings, says Solemn, not mech suits with human beings inside. Yeah, this isn't Voltron. For some reason, this conversation uh, is among me. It wants an MMO light attack on Titan game. Right? Yeah? I want to make my own Transformer. I don't want to be Bumblebee or any other Transformers. I want to make my own, says Rissick. Guys, Rissick's in the chat. Lots of people are in the chat. It's good to see a lot of the loyal homies in chat. Make sure you're smashing like. Uh, if you are here more often, you will get a higher, uh, you'll get a higher likelihood of getting, of getting, uh, a gifted membership. And we do gifted memberships here very, very often. Uh, every 25, I have to give five and we are on a huge, huge upswing, uh, huge upswing where we are closing in on 2100 members so thanks so much for being here if you can't afford a membership hit subscribe subscribing is free and then you can talk in my chat i'd love to hear from you i outline four things that transformers reactivate gameplay must do and i outline stuff like it has to feel robotic they got to nail the robotic feel which we're talking about right now what do you think does it need to be third person would you prefer it to be first person i think a blend of both I think like a 90-10 split, like most of the time I need to be third person. I also talked about incentivization. What's your opinion on that? Do you, should it be a loot-based game? Should it be XP-based or abilities-based where you're just sort of leveling? 
I, I want loot. I think loot would be the right way. Should be should you be able to add to, progress, or augment your bot? Should you be able to make your own Autobot instead of picking from a preset roster? And then lastly, I talked about Endgame. Endgame should reinvigorate or refresh the whole game. It shouldn't just be its own contained thing. I think that really hurts ongoing games. Yo, you got your coffee. It's so good. Thank you, Avid7. Guys, feel free to use the coffee command, and you can check out our coffee. People in chat, they'll tell you how good it is, and our holiday blend is available right now. White bags were a, were a bank error in your favor. Those are supposed to be black, but now they're custom signed by me. It's a limited edition bag, <laughs> and people in chat can tell you how good it is. I'd love to make a custom transformer with its own abilities, but at the very least, we should be able to choose Optimus Prime and be happy-go-lucky with customizing him. I feel like it's going to be either or, Hollow. They're either going to let you build your own, or you're going to pick from a predetermined group, right? They're either they're either going to let you pick your like build your own, or you're going to pick from a roster. I don't know if it's going to be a blend. And from the screenshots we're seeing, it's going to be a roster based game. There are there are leaked images uh, that we're seeing here. You know, Starscream. Uh, Slipstream, Hot Rod, Soundwave, Sunstreaker, Ironhide, Windblade. Those are all in a gallery. Now, are they in a gallery because you interact with them, or are they in a gallery because you can play as them, right? We got Sideways, Flatline, Star Saber, Grimlock, a Kree, looks like almost like a woman, doesn't even look like a, like a bot, Barricade, and Battle Trap, right? Or those are those images because there's an actual roster. Okay, he said that missions associated with each character. The defense versus offense is based on how you built that character, not specifically uh, what that character is locked into, like you would with the skill tree, for example. Building the character traits based on what you desire. Also, 2018 is a date of development or showcase of accomplishment of that design. It may be a gallery of characters, but it also might be a roster for the bots you've collected and activated. Hope that helps. Yeah, I don't know. Does that mean, does that mean, because he's talking about we're building a character. Are we building our own? You know what I mean? The characters and the bots are the IP. Uh, that are, that's what will sell it, not some bot little Timmy made up. I th- yeah, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. Like, uh, there is going to be that element of I want to play as Optimus Prime. I want to play as Bumblebee for sure. What if they have a mission or two at the beginning where you choose and you play as an iconic character, but then as everything goes on, you start leveling your own unique, right? That's what I was thinking. Maybe you just play as these characters every once in a while. Maybe it's like, well, no, you got to do this mission with them. Then make an action-adventure game. That's my thought, Eugene. Like, if I'm just going to play as Bumblebee the whole time or Optimus the whole time, then just make an action-adventure game. Don't make it like ongoing co-op live service. How many Transformers need to be in at the start? Does four-player mean four Autobots and four Decepticons at launch? I have no idea, YouTube Lurker. I don't know if... We don't even know if you're going to be able to play as Decepticons. We don't. It, the, the roster images we have so far are any of those Decepticons in the the 14 that I read 
I read 14 uh, like names of bots. Are those all Autobots or some of those Decepticons? If I can't play as Hot Rod, I would like to build them up as Hot Rod with the same features. Right, right. If this was an action adventure, uh, I'd want to play as them. I would imagine my Megatron and your Megatron would be vastly different, not only in looks, but in build. And Eugene says, then you're not Megatron. Well, yes and no. Yes and no. Think about it like this. Like, you can play a game like... I'm trying to think of a game where you play as a character that's predetermined. You you can play Jedi Fallen Order, and you can play very different than me. You can be way more force focused. You can be way more focused on the other, you know, the other, um, the other lightsabers and stances and stuff. Like I don't know. It's it's hard to say that. Like, well, yeah, you'd be very different than me. Well, then you're not Megatron. Well, but okay, what in the huh? But we aren't playing together, right? Those are single player games where you can build your character and be vastly different than me. But when we're playing together. It would be kind of weird to be like, well, I'm Megatron. Well, yeah, so am I. Oh, well, I'm an attack-oriented Megatron. Oh, well, I'm a, I'm a defense-oriented Megatron. I don't think it'll be custom bots because you aren't building the Decepticons. They freed up that side of the roster to play with. You're not going to be custom bots. Oh, 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 they freed up that, that side of the roster to play with. Yeah, I mean, that's what I would think. Since we're fighting the Legion, you might actually be, you know... In, in in collaboration or cooperation with the Decepticons what do you think when will the open beta for Transformers reactivate the Transformers reactivate beta is likely going to be next year I doubt first quarter um, well I mean they're asking for you to sign up for playtest now so maybe first quarter there are many iterations of most of the bots yeah, I mean, you've got different generations you could be. You've got different, you know, uh, versions over the years you could be. I don't necessarily know if you've got to be... It's rumored to be first quarter. Okay. Starscream and Barricade or Decepticons. That would be kind of cool if, like, Decepticons and Autobots are working together uh, and, like, we get swerved or something. Yeah, okay, so I did list some that are Decepticons. So... That's not necessarily a roster. Those screenshots are an art gallery. So an art gallery in a video game sometimes just fills up because you're interacting with the characters, not necessarily playing as the characters. What if we don't play as those characters, but you are reactivating them as NPCs to help fight against enemy forces? I mean, they literally show Bumblebee with a loadout in a picture, right? Like you 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 are as far as we can tell you are going to be playing uh as as the as the auto as the as the characters it's going to be a thing right let me see if i can get this on screen for you uh let me shrink and drag up hang on this is always a little awkward, but I like to keep it this way so I can keep my script on my screen. All right, so here you can see you've got Bumblebee, and he's got loadouts to choose from. Multi-shot, chain lightning, blink, and then over here, he's got, like, stats that, you know, he can he can change and stuff, and, and I, he's he's looks like he's a scout, right? Scout class, level 20, I'm assuming, and then he's got, like, three different 
summaries down here of a of of his of his of his score i guess um that could be you know health health shield damage maybe i don't know health shield and damage or health shield and agility and then down here behind me there's fire ice electric and other so he has he has um he has mitigations down there below so he's got mitigations and then he's got LB, RB, and both together. You know? So it definitely, it definitely on the surface looks like a game where you're not going, you're not going to be playing as your own Autobot. It looks like you're going to be choosing from ones that you find. That looks like proof of no custom character to me. It could be proof of no custom character, or you could be changing his loadout and his stats, and he comes with you. You could be changing his loadout and stats and choose to play as him, or you could choose to play as your own. We don't know. But it, at, 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 the, at the very least, this makes it crystal crystal clear, right? That, here, let me, I think I need to just zoom out. There we go. This makes it crystal clear to me that you will, at some point, play as an Autobot. You'll play as Bumblebee. You're not going to be you're, you're like it, you're not going to be restricted to your own. This doesn't mean you can't make your own, but this does pretty much confirm you will play as the the, the main the main characters in the game. Guys, could we get some more likes on the video? We need 38 more. Thanks so much for being here. Do the free thing, smash like, hit subscribe, consider gifting some members. We have no gifted members yet today, and we have that daily goal where I got to give five. And we're debating whether or not in this game you should be able to design your own character or play as a predetermined character um, or, or maybe a bit, a bit of both. And there have been some early screenshots, this being, uh, this being one of those uh, early screenshots. Is this the one that I use for my thumbnail? I feel like this is the one I use for my thumbnail. Yeah, this is the one I use for my thumbnail. Yeah, this game's been in development for a while, so it's going to be an Unreal 4. I think people who want to play as their favorite bot might be more accepting to a character creator versus the opposite group who want a character creator. Wait, people who want to play as their favorite bot might be more accepting to a character creator. Right, right, right. If you, yeah, if you want a character creator and you're not going to get one, you're going to be pretty bummed that you have to play as a predetermined Autobot. Victor says, story speculation is the enemy deactivates all Autobots and Decepticons. The remaining humans bring Bumblebee online. As the game progresses, your missions are to reactivate the others. Autobots and Decepticons work together against a common enemy. Yeah, I think that's a pretty solid story. Yo, Toshibo jumping back in as a member. Thank you so much. Who's making this game? Splash Damage is making this game go either way on a custom bot or not I want to see more gameplay I mean I want to see more gameplay too that was one of the reasons why I wanted to do this show to basically be like listen we got a brand new Transformers game on the horizon this is what I want them to do with gameplay right these are the things I want to see I want to see loot I want to see reasons to go run the activities that aren't pure skill now I think this screenshot here might indicate that it's not going to be a loot-based game. Now, we don't know. This could be a summary screen. 
this could be a screen that just shows you what your stats are but when i look at this this does not look like i can i have loot now it does look like potentially you could have because it does say loadout right it looks like you could maybe change from multi-shot chain lightning and blink you could change these but again that's abilities based that's something where as you level up with xp you get more abilities you get more things you know if you're not planning on betrayal uh you're not a real decepticon right it looks like a level based mechanic where as you level up you get different abilities you get different things yo good morning alien psychopath how are you of course, at some point, the Decepticons will turn on the Autobots. Low-hanging fruit for continued story. Yeah, but the only reason I don't know if they would do that is, like, what if you're activating Decepticons and playing as them and using them? I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. It even looks like right here, we have confirmation that you'll be able to play as Decepticons. There's little clues to look at in this screenshot. Number one, you have an Autobot logo up here, and then you have another one behind him. Those, that type of iconography, I could see that switching when you're on a Decepticon. Like, why do I need this many reminders that I'm an Autobot, right? It's Bumblebee. He's got the logo on his chest, but you've got the Autobot logo up here, and then you've got the Autobot logo in the back. Like, to me, this this is, in my mind... It, this is this is it. This is this is exactly how you're going to be able to pick. You're going to pick between different characters. You're going to have, and you know, you're going to have a character uh, that is a Decepticon. So if the Decepticons betray us down the line, that would be kind of awkward if you play as a Decepticon. Guys, we're one hour into the broadcast, and this one was definitely something we pulled out of the hat. Help us out by smashing like and doing all the things leak character menu for transformers reactivate that goes too old to beta so i don't know if i can show this or not so i'm not going to uh but this guy is combing through all his different characters yeah so he's got bumblebee ratchet and shockwave and bumblebee's a level 200 these are where all the shots come from yeah I don't think it's a grain of salt. I think this is real. You got a soldier and their level, and then you got Bumblebee and their level. I'm not seeing any evidence of loot, though. I'm seeing evidence of of XP and abilities. Now, there is an inventory tab. Armory, inventory, store, guild, account. There is an inventory tab, but they don't go to it. Um, They they go to their transformers so there's an account a guild a market a map a transformers tab an inventory tab and a workshop so i doubt that they scrap oh right there shock carbine yeah but see that says level up is that is that his weapon that leveled up or like right does that character have a shot carbine and the shot carbine leveled up because he's been playing with it yo richard rodriguez with a two dollar tip playstation studios acquired outright games cheap uh just now uh what is that brand new news uh playstation and outright let me go to my news feeds um not seeing it 
I'm not seeing that just yet. It's not hitting my news feeds. Could be on Twitter only. I don't know. What is that? A screenshot? Oh, sorry. I had to take a shower. It's just a screenshot from a video where they show like it's a it's basically a character menu from the Transformers game. Um, there's different. It's basically looking like a stat based XP based. Um, it's it's stat based XP based in my mind. So. And, and somebody's got a screenshot here. Here, I'll show this one to you. I don't think this is proof of loot. I think what this looks like is your character has a... Uh, your character has like a uh, an, out, an outfit or a loadout. And as you play with that loadout, it levels up. So here you can see Shock Carbine. And then you can see the logo in the background. As I said, see, I didn't see this yet. Logo in the background. You can play as Decepticons, and this guy's got a barrage, a charge null ray, and then a null ray. And it looks like this shot carbine has leveled up. Now, did he level it up as a piece of loot, or did he level this up as a predetermined loadout? Does that make sense? Like, does this guy just come with the shot carbine? And as you play, did the shot carbine level up? Or did he find a shot carbine, he equipped it, and then used it, and then it leveled up. That would be the question that I would have. How exactly does this work? Are we looking at loot, or are we looking at a a loadout that has leveled? Now again, if you look at the top here, he's got mods, upgrade, specialization, customize, and info. Now I'd imagine customize is your appearance. Specialization would probably be these things over here, like your abilities and then upgrade and then mods i'm i'm not seeing i'm not seeing anything here at the top that looks like oh yeah you can swap out your loot bottom right says roll weapon all right hang on hopefully that doesn't make us drop frames roll weapon right so you you have a role that you're playing and when you put them on that roll do they that's the weapon they get cuz like starscream right here is 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 a scout and then in the in the video in the video i saw evidence of there's guys that are offense there's guys that are defense and then i saw bumblebee toggled as offense and then when they went into the menu bumblebee is a soldier he's a soldier and then so is bumble pink Bumble Pink is a soldier activated. There's some guy behind him. I don't know who that is. I, that, that's not Bumble Pink. Oh, he's doing a comparison. Is Bumble Pink a different character? Like, it looks like he's doing a comparison. He's clearly a seeker. Yeah, I mean, this guy looks like a jet. You know. Starscream turns into a jet, does he not? So, I mean, I wouldn't imagine that he wouldn't be... I mean, it would make sense for him to be a scout. It's more like Rocket League. Not a fan of them calling him a scout. Oh, you're saying he's clearly a seeker. Oh, you're making a lore joke. Oh, Transformers nerd lore joke. Does that mean roll out? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, here's another screenshot. Here's another screenshot. These screenshots are everywhere, so I just don't like showing the video because videos can get a little... People can get a little touchy. They have a roster. 
Oh. It looks like the inventory is is different ways to make yourself look a certain way. You see how the inventory is down below? Let me let me give you guys an, an, an inventory shot here. Oops, that's the wrong tab. Um, yeah, this one. Okay. Uh, oh, hang on. This shot's bigger. There. So if you look, if you look down here, see inventory. So what you have is, is it to me, it's those look like different helmets and stuff that you can wear. Now, I don't know if those would come with different stats. He's an offensive class, according to this. And then his stats down here in the corner, movement, uh, vitality, stability, energy, vehicle. So your vehicle has its own stats. Where's Lona getting these screenshots? Um, somebody somebody pulled them from uh, a video. That screen looks kind of fake or very early. Yeah, this looks like it's from an earlier time in the game. But the roster and the inventory, I can't quite tell. It looks like all these people from the roster are up here. Like this guy here is there. There's five, right? And then there's five down here. So what does that represent? His roster and his inventory, six is unassigned. Oh, okay. No, that makes sense. I don't think I don't think there's going to be loot in this game. Okay, so track with me here. Track with me here. It looks like your roster can only have so many slots, and you go to your inventory to equip people to your roster. So you can see here, six is unassigned. As far as I can tell, this guy's got five unlocked Autobots or Decepticons that he can equip in his roster, right? So your inventory, you can see up here, inventory, garage, and all that. That's going to be your your potential uh, bots that can be equipped. And then your roster, these are the ones that you're either taking out with you in the field. Maybe you can swap. Maybe when you're out fighting. Oh, over here you can see there is the Autobot and the Decepticon icon. So you probably have a roster for each, I'm assuming. Um, and the filters. Oh, no, these are filters. So you could filter and just look at the Decepticons and just look at the Autobots. Okay. Yeah. Look at that sweet premium currency up in the left corner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got 99 of whatever this is and 99,999 of whatever this thing. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And then up here, you can see the four-player the four player co-op elements. Uh, they have three people playing and a fourth spot available with the plus symbol. Um, so... I think, and, and this is, and this is why, in my opening, in my show open, I said I, I really want good incentivization. Like Transformers reactivate gameplay needs to have really good incentivization. What am I chasing? What am I getting? And I'll be honest with you, the lack of loot kind of turns me off a little bit, right? I don't know if it's a trusted source, but Reddit seems to like them. I got it from Reddit seven days ago. Oh, the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not excited about the game, but man, oh man, do I prefer loot. I really prefer loot over 
over just gearing, just getting XP, just leveling up abilities and and loadouts. Like I don't think that's nearly as exciting. Yo, what's good, Zubair? I think we're gonna need a little energon and a lot of luck uh, to play this game. So is it like Genshin Impact where you switch characters in the field? They've not indicated how that works. They've not. But these shots look newer. So these shots here look like newer menu systems and things up at the top. This is an older shot as far as I can tell. Like the menu doesn't look as clean. This looks like a lot more rough. And here it seems as though you have an inventory of Autobots and Decepticons and you can put them on your roster. And when you put them on your roster, you're, you're, you're looking at what could be hot swaps out on the battlefield. Maybe all these guys go with you. I, I don't know. You can have up to six according to this, maybe more. Number six is unassigned. So according to this shot, you can have up to six bots in your roster, which, you know, obviously your inventory looks like it's going to be much bigger than that. I mean, I'm seeing 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. I see 12 already right here. And some of them look very similar. Yeah, it's a repeating pattern, actually, if you see it. There's only three Autobots in this picture. There's this guy... And this guy with like the, the, the pokey head, and then this guy with like the helmet, and then the pattern repeats. So you have antenna robot, you have pokey head, and then you have this guy. And then see the, the pattern repeats. You can see right here, this guy, this guy, let me hear, I can draw now on the picture. See this guy here, he repeats right here, he repeats right here, and he's also right here, right? So you basically have, uh, you have one. And then you have two, and then you have three. And that pattern repeats. That pattern pre- repeats throughout. But obviously they're leaving tons of space. They're leaving tons of space on their on their on the inventory there for for, for, for lots of different um, Autobots. Now clearly this doesn't look like Bumble this doesn't look like Bumblebee. I mean they've they've customized him to look quite a bit different. Uh, with lots of different, you know, you've got lots of different colors, and I mean, it even looks like he has almost like wings on the back, um, which I don't know if that means, you know, over here, those, yeah, he does kind of have wings back there. Okay. He looks like a hornet. Right, yeah. But if you look at that one, and you look at that one, I guess it's basically the same. It's just the color that's throwing me off. Although the wheel well shoulders look way cooler on this one. Like I think this, this looks like the the G1 Bumblebee pictures that I've seen. And this looks a little bit more like how they look in the movies and stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Like this, I don't like this look at all. This looks more, this almost looks a little bit more generic. Maybe a little bit even more, a little bit more Gundam. And this feels like classic Transformers to me. You would love for this game to have character movement like Zone of the Enders. Not on a Hornet. Uh, Hornet is Bay Universe's uh, reverse Bumblebee made by humans to kill him. Yeah, he looks like a little bit like a bee, though. I mean, he's got wings on his back, and he's you know typically he's yellow and black. I think I think it looks good. Where do you guys land on this? Because number one, I was really hoping for loot. I'm still excited about the game, obviously. A Transformers game, you know what I'm saying? Maybe we can play as this guy and turn into a cassette tape. Uh, (laughs) 
Maybe we can play a sound wave and, and turn into a cassette tape. But I, man, I really wanted loot. I really wanted loot. I, I And I know that's a bias. I mean, I try to own that bias. When I look at live service games, that's one of the things I always think about is, man, give me a loot table. Give me loot to pursue. That gives you guys something you can do long term, you know? Loot is a lot of work. I definitely think having a loot table is way more work because you don't just build a loot table. You have to build a loot table and then a hierarchy within that loot table. And that hierarchy has to impact builds. It has to impact how strong a particular transformer can be. It has to impact you know how much damage you can do to another transformer. I, I definitely think that is... That's something to consider is... One of the reasons I think rogues have risen in popularity is you can build a really really great dungeon crawler with really great combating controls and it's way easier to contain that in a rogue than to build an actual RPG dungeon crawler with a really deep loot table and a massive roster of enemies and you know a skill tree for your character it's a lot easier to contain all that in a rogue you know, you build you build 10 bosses you know 10 dungeons and each dungeon has its own theme, and each dungeon has its own enemies, and then you're done. You know, imagine a imagine a dungeon crawler where like that's all you get is ten dungeons and ten bosses. Like, rogue games have grown in popularity because they're more self-contained. When I look at this, I see something that reminds me of rogue games. I see, well, that's more containable. You take Bumblebee. You give him a handful of loadouts and a handful of abilities, right? So you got multi-shot, chain lightning, and blink. Let's say each of those, you've got LBRB and then like a super, right? So let's say you make 10 LB abilities, 10 RB abilities, and then 10 supers. And 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 there you go. That's it. Now he's contained. He's he's you can you can uh, you can tweak him a lot easier. You can balance him a lot easier. You know what I mean? Sono's bargaining posture is highly dubious. What do you mean bargaining posture? I'm not sure what you're talking about. I don't think every game needs a loot table, but I do think it could work in this game. But see why they didn't. No loot, can't build your own bot. I'm definitely not interested, said Sorcerer. I think Transformers should be a third person rather than first person. Yeah, we pretty much settled the third person debate, but the big question I have, are you guys like Sorcerer? Sorcerer is like, bro, there's no loot and I can't build my own Autobot? Yeah, I don't want to play. You know? Is that is that something that, that people are going to conclude? You know? What did Fuzzy find? Alright, hang on, hang on, hang on. What is this? Long Shot Part 2. Defeat seven twisted with a melee weapon. Long shot part three. Defeat three twisted bots. You get Transformers tech spec as a reward and weapon mods. Yeah, see, I don't. The, the those are yeah, those are tech specs, not weapons. Let me let me show you guys something here that we just found. All right, let me show you something. So we have here some quests, and you can see. Down here in your rewards, we have a gun logo. We have another gun logo, right? But pay close attention. It doesn't say gun. It says Transformers Tech Spec, right? Transformers Tech Spec. Can I highlight or is this going to be... What's that? Oh, yeah, I can highlight right down there. 
Transformers tech spec. So, yeah, that would be, I would imagine that would be the, the weapon. It would be, it would be almost like stats. Like here's the weapon with these stats, but you already have that weapon. You know what I'm saying? It's like this thing hitting the, the shot carbine hitting a level four. I wonder if when you get this, it's a shot carbine with different tech specs, maybe. And then obviously you have weapon mods. Um, and an augment mod. So there's there's multiple ways to change the weapons. Sounds like they should have just stayed with Action Adventure, says Eugene. I'm late, so there appears to be no customization in the game vein. Uh, in, in the same oh, there's no customization in the same vein of War and Fall of Cybertron. That's a bummer. It seems like yes, you are picking from a roster of Autobots and Decepticons, yes. Guys, if you've been enjoying the show, could we get 11 more likes? And if you've never been here before, I'm a safer-work broadcaster, so a lot of people throw me on in the background every day like Video Game Radio. Uh, we do multiple shows a day. I do have another show planned today. It's about Diablo 4. We'll be talking about their seasons and what I think they need to do with their seasons. And right now we're talking about Transformers Reactivate gameplay and what I think they need to do. And we've outlined a variety of things. One of the things that I'm not getting my wish on is incentivization driven by loot. There is loot of a type in this game that you are getting in the way of mods for your weapons and tech specs for your weapons but it doesn't seem like you're going to be getting mods in I'm sorry weapons and loot in the game like here's a cannon that you don't have here's new tires for your transformer you know here's a different uh, body you know for your transformer I doesn't seem that we're going to be getting those things uh, at least not to the, to the degree that I was hoping I was hoping for some customization um, UI loadout screenshots okay we got some loadout screenshots thank you so much uh, fuzzy coming in clutch today with screenshots for me helping me break all this down this is what we do here if you've never been here before hit subscribe so you can talk in chat maybe we can get some gifted members going I did one gifted member this morning to say thank you to the people that were here early and waiting if we get 25 I have to give 5 and the more often you're here the more likely you're going to get one Uh, resources oh this is just stuff in our inventory so memory module fiber optics Energon Converter. This doesn't seem like anything with respect to loadout. This is inventory. So this seems like different... Maybe we invest these resources into leveling up our, our, our guns. Like maybe maybe this here, maybe leveling up that shot carbine happens from playing, but maybe it also happens from spending resources into the weapon or something. You know what I mean? So no buying a Forza game to practice tuning your transformer. Oh, well, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, you want to get really good at the driving. I just can't get invested in a game that wants me to invest in them when I'm not investing in my own character. Well, you would be investing in a roster of characters. It would be a little bit different. Like, I do see the wisdom of saying, hey, here's a Transformers game. Let's, you know, let's let them play as multiple different characters and then you kind of have this roster that you're combing over. You know what I'm saying? I'd be totally fine with pre-selected transformers with loadouts as long as you can spec into different uh, affinities and skins for the transformers. 
I was hoping I'd have to chase down an F-15 just to copy its model and transform into it. That would be really cool. Like, go on missions to scan weapons or to scan other, you know, like a jet or something, and then then you can transform into it. That would be pretty cool. Again, if you were building your own Autobot or your own Decepticon and customizing them over time, those would be things you could kind of add, you know, to your loadout. Some of the games you guys uh, live in, you are carbon copies of everyone else in the game. You're sure critical of a game to be with a very similar system. Right, I think their pushback would be if I choose uh, a Titan in Destiny, I don't have a name, I'm not some character with a backstory, blah, blah, blah. I'm a Titan. And then I have three different, well, probably at this point, nine different ways to spec him out into different things. And so they would look at Transformers and say, it'd be really cool if I could pick like the base Autobot that Bumblebee is, like let's say a car, a car-based transformer that's a scout, right? Or a soldier. And you pick that as your base, but then you build out from there. So you're not building out Bumblebee, you're building out a base class, right? When we play Destiny, we're not playing as Zavala, we're not playing as Shax or Ikora, we're playing as a generic class. So you're, it's based on that class and that hero. And sure, the cosmetics and the weapons are all, you know, very similar by the time people get to the end game, right? It's one of those things where if, if, you're, if you're playing games like this, I do think it makes sense for some people to say, I'd rather pick a class and build that class and customize it to my liking than pick some pre-made character. It would be the difference between, like, playing an X-Men live service game and making your own mutant, or just picking Wolverine. And then everyone's running around as Wolverine in the endgame. Like, I think there's some merit to that criticism, to be like, I'd much rather make my own Transformer. You know, I'd, I don't want to run around as Bumblebee. I don't want to run, run around as, as Soundwave. You know, I, I want to make my own. I, I do think that there's a difference between the two. Tank mode, scout sneaker, stealth assassin, ranged lasers, brute force melee, so many options for robots. And maybe that's something they let you do once you've beat the game. Maybe you beat the base game and it unlocks, you know, maybe that's maybe that's the end game. I mean, I'll say it, I'll say it. One of the things I said about the well, what they need to nail, they need the they need to nail the end game. A really great way to nail the end game is, hey man, good job everybody. Now, in order to keep the Legion back on going, we need to start creating our we need to start creating an army of transformers, and it creates this shop. And you basically build your own to take out and 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 you know go fight. And all the things you've unlocked on, you know, let's say you've got your Bumblebee and you've got your Starscream. And you, you know, you can take the shot carbine from Starscream and you can take things, maybe, maybe you want to take one of these abilities and, and put it on, you know, your guy that you're building. They could create lore and story reasons for why you're suddenly creating your own transformer instead of being like, oh, I'm constantly working on leveling up and gearing up and getting different things for Bumblebee. It's like, no, you did all that already. 
now it's time now it's time to build your own this is a multiplayer game four player uh, action adventure ongoing live service game now they've not necessarily come out and said ongoing MMORPG but the leaks were before the game was handed over to splash damage before it was handed over to them it was being built as an MMORPG no, 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 this is live service. You don't beat it. You only win the game. That's right. That's right. You have to pay to win. And when you get to the end and have your character maxed out, you have won. Are the Legion taken from the Transformers universe or are they made up? I believe I believe the Legion are made up for this, for this game, are they not? I don't know. The Transformers nerds would have to tell me. I think it's a brand new uh, antagonist to to give grounds for you know, like, hey, we have, because why else would the Decepticons and the Autobots be fighting together, side by side? As far as I can tell, they created some new, some, Legion is legit? Oh, is Legion a legit enemy? Okay, well, there you go. It's not, it's not going to be like a traditional Optimus Prime fighting against the Decepticons. Like, you're not going to see Optimus Prime and Megatron, like, coming to blows. Well, at least not in the vanilla game. The vanilla game, you're not fighting the Decepticons. You can, according to the screenshots, you can play as Decepticons. You know, I mean, this is this guy's in your roster, and he's leveled up his shot carbine, and, you know, you can you can get different guys and, and, and get different characters and take them out. There's a major major difference in playing as your own character that you've customized, built, and played with for years versus a roster game. There, Yeah, there is. There sure is. Like, I'm not going to say that it's, there's not a huge difference. I think there is a pretty huge difference. I, for one, am more in the camp of I would actually love to... I would love to be able to take my character and, and, and go anywhere with them. I'd love to be able to take my character and... and build him and take him to different places and do different things and get loot as opposed to being like okay my bumblebee needs a couple more levels the point is the character is me not my version of someone else's character right right and whether it's an autobot or a samurai or a viking or a warrior I definitely like the idea of being able to invest in my character and and make him make him mine. Yeah, I'll show those. We've shown all the other screenshots. I'll show those. Barrier. Uh, we've got a couple more here. We got a couple more screenshots to show you. Okay. So this is kind of one we've already seen, but you can see there these are activated. So this is the roster pulled from the inventory as far as we can tell. We've got Ratchet, Bumblebee, Shockwave, another Ratchet, and then this guy's equipped, Starscream is, Starscream is equipped, and then Bumblebee, and then Ironhide. Now, what's interesting is I'm not quite sure what's happening here. What, who is Bumble Pink? Is, is this guy naming? Is he naming his, is it, I don't understand, activated Bumble Pink. What, down here? But isn't that this guy? He has the same stats on both sides of the screen. That's what I don't understand. Oh no, it says comparing. That's gotta be a a mistake. Because it looks like he's comparing Bumblebee to this guy over here. That's Ratchet. 
he's comparing him to Ratched. A little, little concerning. Ratchet is for sale. <laughs> Ratchet's for sale down there. Um. Oh, is it a skin? Is that what this is supposed to represent? Is that a skin that turns you into an ambulance so you're Bumble Pink instead of Bumble B? Maybe that. I don't know. It'd be weird to put on a skin and it rename your character. Those are skins. Yeah, but these aren't. Ratchet's right here. Add a slot. I don't know what that's on sale for. These aren't skins. Ironhide and Starscream and Shockwave. These aren't skins. I was guessing it was a skin, but I just took a stab. Yeah, I actually don't know. I don't I honestly don't know what what this represents. Because it it says comparing and over here it says unowned. Some of the some of the stuff could be placeholders buying bots like Warframe? I I truly don't know. Hmm. Make Bernie Mac the NPC? (laughs) Yeah. I love my Warframes. Don't have a set in stone. I only use this one, though. Have a couple of those. I hope the in-game store... It's a car dealership. <laughs> yeah, you're just buying you're buying cars. You probably start off as an established OP character to get your feet wet, and then you're off to the races with your own character. No, it seems like you're literally getting Autobots to run Autobots and Decepticons to run around as. I don't think you're gonna have like your own your own character. I said like once you once you beat the game and once you're done with it and it wants to roll over into live service, I could see that being like a oh hey, now you can build your own. Like to play through the game like we're talking about with set characters, and then the end game, once you unlock all the bots, you can choose bits and pieces from the entire character pool to build your own bot for end game content. Gasplona just stole my idea. No, I, I said that a couple minutes ago. I said that it would make sense to be like, hey, we have to keep the Legion back, right? We beat the big bad, but we're going to keep the Legion back. And in order to do that, we need to start making bots. And then they would put like this Autobot Decepticon, I don't know, I don't know, crafting station or something. And and that would be where you'd like build your own. And you could pull from all the different things that you've had. Yeah, I said that a few minutes ago. I'm going to forge my own path. The Autobot and Decepticon cause, I'm going to make my own faction. There you go. Looks like having a rarity to the bots, color of the character cards, and having a Roman numeral next to the names. Um. Oh, yeah. Well, is that just him? No, that's not his level. You're right. You're right. Because Bumblebee 4 is a level 21. Bumblebee 5 is a level 30. I think that just represents their level thresholds, maybe. Because Ironhide 3 is a 13, and Bumblebee is at a 20. You see what I'm saying? So, like, you're a number 3. If Like, you're a number 3 right here. 
Here, let me let's do this. Let me give you let me give you what I'm talking about. You can see Ironhide's a three and he's thirteen, and then Bumblebee's a four and he's twenty-one, and then when he hits thirty, he's a five. You see what I'm saying? So it's almost like you, as you every ten levels or something, I don't know, you level up. Maybe it maybe maybe one to five is a, is a, is a one, and then five to ten is a three is is a two, and then you cross over. I don't know, something like that. Maybe as you level up, this this number goes up, o- or you literally are finding better versions of them out in the wild or something. That would be really weird. And he has he has two bumblebees, but I don't know if you would have you know if you would have two bumblebees in in the game. That would be I don't know. That would be odd. Discord was in the middle of updating the message it didn't send. I said it literally three seconds before Lono did. No, no, Mike, I had said it minutes ago. I was just restating it. That's what Creature was, that's why Creature was giving you a jab. Like, three or four minutes before you and I said it at the same time, I had already said that. Because I was talking about ongoing endgame structure and how you could tie it to the story, and I just restated it. I think that's why Creature poked you and said, ah, you're not live, because I had said it like five minutes before. Because that was kind of my thought process is, well, you get to the end game, do I want to keep running around as Bumblebee and Optimus Prime and all the main characters, or would I prefer to make my own at that point? Like, give me the ability to make my own. I, I think that would be, you know, a better a better approach. Why would there be the same bots in the loadouts? Well, it's an early build, so they're probably just testing things. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you're going to have multiple Bumblebees. I think what they're showing you with this screenshot is you'll have multiple characters and as you play with them, they level up. And as they level up, they get stronger. You can see their color classification changing, right? You can see Ratchet over here. He's a three. He has nothing. Ratchet's a three and he has no number next to his name. And and he's also, he's also got no color, right? And then when you go up to level seven, look, he's a number two. So five and up is a number two. And then Ironhide hits number three and he's a blue and because he's above 10. And then when you get to 20, you turn purple. And then when you get to 30, you turn gold. Now, can we go beyond five? I don't know. But it seems like as you play, as you play in level, your character's classification and you know character colors start to change. Um. Yeah, I'm not seeing I'm not seeing that anywhere. Still no story. Yeah, unless it's on Twitter. It, I mean, it could be on Twitter and not in the news feeds yet. Uh, let me see. I'm not seeing it. I'm seeing Halo Infinite trending for some reason. Uh, PlayStation outright. Um, nothing. I've got nothing in my feed on on Twitter. If you guys are just tuning in, we've been discussing Transformers Reactivate, and I've been arguing what Transformers gameplay needs to do with respect to making it feel like a robotic feel, needs to be third person. We've been talking incentivization. I was really pulling for loot, it being a loot-based game. It seems like it's more of an ability-skill-based game where you're leveling up and getting XP. Uh, We also talked about being able to augment and change your bot or create your own Autobot or Decepticon instead of playing as characters 
from sort of the mainline story. And then we've also been talking about the end game. Like, how do you structure the end game? How would you make this game continue on? What would be sort of the purpose? Would you be re uh, reinvigorating the base content, adding new content? Uh, what would end game in a Transformers game look like? What are we fighting? What are we? What are we going in? So those have been kind of the four things that I've been talking about. Like, they need to nail these things in order for uh, a, a four-player. Um, that guy really super chat to lie I don't know I don't know unless he read something somewhere and wanted to be the first to tell me and he just didn't vet it it's possible he he saw something somewhere you know and just decided to run here and tell us is this interplanetary no that could obviously happen long term with the ongoing structure of the game but the legion have come to earth and are destroying everything, and they shut all of the Autobots and Decepticons down, and your job is to go around and reactivate uh, all of them. Um, um, so, you're, you're on planet Earth. Now, later on, we could leave and go to other places, for sure. No. And I would love to hear from you guys on this. If you've never been here before, you know, hit subscribe, add commentary to the to, to the chat. What do you think about making your own Autobots versus using a, a, a predetermined roster? How do you think they could do an ongoing endgame content loop? What, what, what would you do in a game like this? Would we leave the planet? Would we have new enemies, like, seasonally? Uh, would they do a seasonal model, DLC model? Um, you know, I... We debated earlier, like, should it be first person or third person? You know, I argued pretty strongly, should it be third person, open world or linear? Yeah, I, yeah, that's another great question. Is it going to be open world or linear? Because is it going to be purely mission-based? Like, maybe the reason that you can build a roster, right? Maybe the reason that you can build a roster is you go on a mission and you take that roster with you. You're not like out in the open world just flying around doing all the things that you want. What's good, Imori? You're you're pulling from a roster and going out on missions. You know? It's it's hard to say which way they would structure it. How about both? It'd be cool if you could do both, that's for sure. In the screenshot on the open world map, it decodes the word solar in it. Could be nothing, but I think it's some type of universal travel going on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we even have any concrete info on that just yet. This is starting to seem like a hybrid between Avengers and Warframe. Kind of concerning. Nexuous says, I'd prefer to make my own. Could have added more uh, real-world vehicles to scan as time goes on. Paint schemes and decals, all that stuff. Met customization has so much potential. I think it would be a lot of work to make a de- uh, make and design your own. Well, you would choose like a base, right? Do you want to be a car? What, what car would you like to be? A big car, a small car? Do you want to be a motorcycle? Do you want to be a truck? Do you want to be a utility vehicle? Well, what type of utility vehicle do you want to be? Do you want to be a jet or a helicopter? Do you want to have like an aerial? You, know, you would probably choose your base vehicle first. And then that would determine kind of how you, what you look like when you're, you know, not. So let's say you pick motorcycle okay they'd have multiple motorcycles to choose from and depending on the size and the build of the motorcycle that would affect what your robot looks like it would affect what your autobot or your decepticon looks like attack helicopter same deal what size helicopter did you pick yeah garbage truck exactly then after you pick those things 
you would pick do you want to be offensive do you want to be defensive do you want to be a support class soldier class uh do you want to be a tank do you want to be you know what i'm saying now i would imagine certain enemy certain types can't be certain things like if you pick a dump truck i don't think you could be like a stealthy a stealthy scout offense you'd have to you'd, you'd only be able to pick from certain you know certain things if i pick a motorcycle well then i can't pick like defensive tank that wouldn't make any sense like i can't be a tank like defensive like bulky hulking character i'm a dadgum you know motorcycle so you you would whenever you pick those those base vehicle classes you'd probably have a list of like here's all the things available to you so you would know when i pick a helicopter it's going to limit what i can do after now i want to do that and just be able to crush heads there you go strikes me as a mission based game says robert that's absolute bs i would sneak up on people in my dump truck says omar well and i agree with robert i bet you it ends up being a mission based game like i don't know have they said anything about whether or not it's going to be open world because like i just feel like it's a whole lot easier to grab your roster of autobots or decepticons and then go out on a mission as opposed to uh as opposed to this open world seamless shared environment like i would imagine you'd be like nope we're gonna go do this mission and then you go back to base you know i'll be honest with you i don't like i don't like mission based i don't i definitely i definitely prefer like open world shared world over mission based i i i I prefer that chopper bike is a tank speed hybrid for me yeah you could like mix the two I want to be an aircraft carrier with drones and send them out that I can control. What, and you just stay in port? Like, <laughs> your, your, your Autobot just stays in the water, and you're like, yeah, that's it's all I need. Soundwave was my favorite as a kid. The toy had a mini cassette transformer. We didn't have the Transformers toys growing up. Uh, a friend of my mom's did, and I just thought it was super cool that there was a Transformer with, like, a real cassette tape that you could, like, put in him. I thought that was pretty dope. You couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. Yeah, you almost got the quote right. You were close. You were close. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. She says, does anybody hear that? <laughs> you couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. Or do division style, open zone, and you roll around, and then you have more missions focused. You could definitely do that. You could, but because it's like four-player... I'll be honest with you. Like, look at the screenshots. It looks like you're literally making your crew up here, picking your loadout, picking your guys, picking your roster, and then you're going to go out on a mission. This screen is maintaining the same thing. You got the four slots up there, right? I I, I feel like that's the way they're going to do it. Same deal here. Yeah, look, 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 look. You got a quest menu and you got a map. And it looks like you're going to go to the map and you're going to pick a quest and you're going to do all that before you have your roster. And then you're going to go into those missions. I I, I very, very much think this is going to be a mission-based game. I don't know if it's going to be like this seamless open-world experience. I think it'll be a mix of both. For example, the zone that we're currently in, like New York City, we'd have to complete all those missions to get to Chicago. And then while we're in New York City, you can go wherever you want. 
I mean, maybe, maybe you land and you can go to all the various quests, but anytime I see a world map and you're looking at the world map and you can see quest details, that's my first thought is that's mission based. You're literally looking at the map, deciding where you want to go. King Sovereign with a big super chat tip. My biggest concern would be that it turns out to be a gotcha game a la Genshin. You create a character and then you unlock other bots via story or gotcha pulls. Could explain the different levels of the same characters with rarities. That would be a concern for sure. It really, really would. Um, by the way, if you guys ever hit that dollar sign at the bottom of chat and you're choosing between a super chat or gifted members... I get support either way, but we love to see the membership get gifted. I know sometimes mobile doesn't have that. If you can't gift members on mobile, I greatly appreciate the super chats. If you can choose between the two, it makes it, it it's all the same to me. I'd rather see memberships go up. Yeah, I'd rather see people getting memberships. So thank you for the twenty dollar tip, King Sovereign. If you guys are ever choosing between like, oh, I'm gonna tip Lono five dollars, you could gift one member to somebody. Uh, they haven't rolled it out on mobile for some people. Optimus, I'm attempting to infiltrate, but my back fenders are dump truck thick, and the sound of their collision keeps altering, alerting the guards. That's right. I think it'd be cool to set it up like the Just Cause games, where it's open world and mission based with fully destructible environments. Yeah, I always, I always feel like the the Just Cause games turn into destruction simulators. You know what I'm saying? It just, I'm not a big fan of those games. There's something frivolous and throwaway about them. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan. I, they they end up feeling like they don't have a whole lot of an identity. They don't have a whole lot going on. It's just sort of like run around, and blow stuff up. Um, here's what we removed. That's totally fine. I've. It always just kind of feels like what exactly, and I'm am I doing? I'm just. I don't know. It feels like adult block playing. The split on Super Chats is criminal. I mean, 70-30 is better than what Purple's doing. Purple's doing 50-50. I would love for YouTube to come out and throw the gauntlet down and do a 90-10, but yeah, 70-30 is, is the split. But, you know, Purple's got their own their own tipping mechanism that's 50-50, which is hilarious to me. Uh, oh, and members are 50-50 over there too. Like people that pay to be a member and get emotes on the purple platform. That's a 50-50 split. I get a 70-30 split on that. So far better here. And we've had a nice streak going. We've hit this goal every day for like three weeks. So it looks like it's not going to happen today. I, we, we've, we, have, we have really picked something that we thought the, the, the sub base here would be excited about and excited to talk about. And we have miscalculated. So hopefully, maybe somebody's watching this VOD later and they weren't here live. We'd love to see you be here live. Uh, we'd love to meet you and have you come in. I know there's lots of Transformers fans out there. We didn't jump on the leaked images. I don't necessarily like doing an entire stream about leaked images. I thought it would be more fun to do sort of like a dialogue discussion driven stream about like what I think they should do with Transformers Reactivate gameplay to get more in the lane of like what we used to do. Uh, with games we used to like break down every piece of them break down every part and say here's how they should do this here's how they should do that we plan to do that with other games there's lots of games on the horizon like Diablo and Starfield uh, and games like you know Blue Protocol and, and other games that plan to do ongoing format like this and I think that's kind of our bread and butter um, you know debating how games like this should approach different elements um, 
just not enough info I mean, in the past, we didn't have info about certain things, and we'd spend hours debating on how we thought they should do certain things or should do certain activities or how they should treat characters or loot or customization. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. We've, we've, we've miscalculated a little bit here. Maybe, maybe when we get more, maybe the first gameplay reveal, we can dive back in and say, hey, remember all that stuff we said remember all those things we listed it's always fun to circle back to discussions like this and say hey man we were breaking down transformers gameplay months ago we were thinking through how they uh how they could how they could do certain things so it's always fun to be early to something you know let's say in three months we've got some gameplay reveals and we could circle back and say hey we talked about this stuff man it looks like it is going to be mission based it looks like their end game content for you know formula is going to circle around uh seasons or dlc or you know planetary uh mission based one of the things that they could do with this game by not being quasi open world if they are more mission based it's a lot easier to leave earth behind right you would just go into a menu and click on a planet and start doing missions on that planet like it would be a little bit I think it might be easier for them to expand the game long term if we're thinking about like how they would structure end game well it's a little bit easier to do that when you're not stuck on one open world map if that makes sense right we're just getting started the game's a bit obscure as we get more uh, it'll be fine we'll be glad we did these pieces um, if you don't put the time in early, you don't get rewarded later. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I think largely what I like to do is I like to say, here's how I think community is going to respond. I do think there are going to be people that respond negatively to not being able to make their own Transformer. But I also think there's going to be plenty of people that are like, bro, I can't wait to play as Bumblebee. I can't wait to be Starscream. You know, I think that the 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 i the iconic nature of Transformers. It's going gonna, it's gonna to drive a lot of people to want to play the game. I think that's going to be their hook. Building your own Transformer could come later. I don't think they want that to be the centerpiece hook. The game's going to be Left for Dead, but Transformers? I don't know about that. I mean, I, obviously we're speculating about whether or not it would be open world or mission-based. I definitely like destructible environments, especially considering playing as Decepticons. I just don't want to shoot a missile at a building and it cause no damage. I don't ever get picky about that kind of stuff. Like my immersion point, my content loop point is uh, is typically how good does it feel to fight the enemies? Not like, well, did I swing and the tree not fall down? I, I would rather bandwidth and processing power be spent on things that are far more important than that. Is it a base building destruction sim? No, then who cares about that? Like, I don't care if my explosion doesn't knock over a light pole or a park bench like that doesn't matter to me as much if they do it sure cherry on top that's nice that's another immersion point that like everything we interact with is destructible or can blow up or can go flying across the screen but i just i don't want a whole lot of bandwidth and a whole lot of time spent on that i really really don't you know i just i don't know i i feel like the minute you get into that territory you're you're spending time on something that no one cares about two weeks later yeah 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 it's cool like yeah i shot the wall and it cracked or blew up neat you know but the game's frames per second's bad or they spent a ton of development time on that instead of building you know 
more enemies or more encounters or more mechanics or or having more depth to the combat like oh but i i can shoot a wall (laughs) and then there's a hole in it or i can swing at a light pole or a tree and it falls down you know i don't know i i don't know that stuff never bothers me that much maybe maybe i'm just not as maybe i just don't notice it as much i'm not sure Battlefield did that well. <laughs> no door, I'll make one. Yeah, but you gotta wonder with like how Battlefield 2042 launched and how glitchy it was and how Battlefields in the past had issues and things. It's like, is that because they spent a lot of time trying to build a completely destructible environment? Like, it, in certain environments, it's super it's super beneficial because you're breaking down walls and you're breaking down rooftops, you know, but... And that's adding to the combat depth. I don't necessarily know if it's needed in Transformers. In my mind, Transformers would be more about the combat. Me fighting the other robots. Me dodging attacks. You know, me, uh, you know, doing different things. Um, That's kind of how I would structure it. There's a reason why destructible environments haven't become normal. Yeah, I just think it's such a, it's such a massive time sink. And I just, I just don't know how much it benefits us. You know, I, I don't know how much it benefits the player to be able to like shoot a wall and have it come down. I, 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 when I have like a list of demands for a game, that's not on the list. It just isn't. I think all things must be subservient to the content loop. And I don't think that's being subservient to the content loop. That's potentially pulling away from the content loop because, you know, you're, you're focusing on something that, it's not an enemy. I don't get loot from it, you know. What what exactly? You know, what what exactly am I getting from that? As far as gameplay, um, as far as gameplay benefit, fun, yeah. But how fun is that? The twenty fifth time that you do it, do you know what I'm saying? Like the first time you shoot something and the whole building comes down, or the wall comes down, or the tree falls over. I don't know, like, it's fun in the moment, but it, it almost, I feel like it almost immediately becomes a gimmick. It, it's not that it's bad, it's just the time it takes to do all that, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's it's a lot of effort for, for very little payout. Here's a question. How do you think the content loop feels when the majority of ad mobs end up being basic robots? Does the game feel soulless and empty uh, if you fight no-named robots? Well, I would imagine the Legion are going to have some pretty big bads that we have to fight. So, you like you have to look at it the other way, Omar. If it was Autobots versus Decepticons, would we be fighting a ton of named robots? No, it would probably be the same thing. You would fight a lot of no-name robots, and then you'd have like a big boss fight, or like the end of a mission, you'd have a big boss fight. Well, that big boss would be named and have a voice and be talking to you, you know? we're going to win that and you're like oh no you're not you could do the same thing with the legion the legion don't need to be nameless and and faceless there could still be main characters main baddies i I think every game you're going to have enemy hierarchy trash ads majors mini bosses bosses that's kind of the four the four tiers right you have your trash ads they're just throwing them at you they die fairly quickly Right? Then you have majors. These are guys that are a little bit stronger, bigger, more armored, shielded, something you know to that effect. They have an, a unique look. They're slightly larger. They're slightly more of a threat. Then above majors, you have mini bosses. You know, maybe they have a name. 
maybe they have their own little mechanic and they're significantly harder and there's only one of them a lot of times with majors there's a couple in the area trash ads are everywhere and then a mini boss it's like oh there's one mini boss and then the boss is sort of the 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 end it's the crescendo of the mission or the area I think that hierarchy works and just because it's not Decepticons doesn't mean we wouldn't have that hierarchy in place. An action adventure with set classes does not have FOMO says YouTube Lurker. Can a live service game work without some level of FOMO? What would you miss out on with no loot? Right, if there's, exactly if there's no loot, I, 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 would, I would imagine they could do things with cosmetics and seasons to make you want to grind and to make you want to play but that brings out the concern that somebody else just brought out a little bit ago. Like, what if it's a gotcha game? Like, what if it's like Genshin and you're you're rolling for new bots or you're trying to buy new bots or find new bots and, you know, if you get a bad one. I just don't know. That screenshot of showing the different levels of Bumblebee, I don't know if it's showing you, yeah, you can have high-level, low-level Bumblebees. It feels to me like the the numbers follow a pattern. This guy's level three, so he has no number yet. This guy's a level seven, so he's a number two. This guy's a 13, he's a number three. This guy is a 21, he's a four. This guy's a 30, he's a five. So to me, as you level up, that there are almost like milestones for the Autobot, right? Nothing, two, three, four, and five. Those milestones are impacted by your level. I don't feel like this guy has a level 21 and a level 30 Bumblebee. I feel like this is early testing, so they've just got multiple characters in here to space fill. He's got a ratchet here that is a level 3, and then he can buy a ratchet down here for 12,000. Maybe you're right. Maybe he does this pull for this ratchet, and when he pulls for this ratchet, it could be potentially higher than this one. I don't know. That would be concerning because that's essentially how the Gacha games work. Seasons don't work without FOMO. Holiday events don't work without FOMO. A degree of FOMO is necessary. Yeah, there's got to be a reason to log in. You've got 90 days to get this done, and if you don't, it goes away. I believe it is showing multiple bumblebees. That would explain the mark for sell option. Oh, yeah. Mark for sell. Yeah. Equip details mark for sell. So, yeah, maybe you can get extra. So, yeah, that's immediately concerning. That, like, are we, are we pulling? Are we pulling for and getting drops? So, my bumblebee potentially is better because he dropped from a boss. My Bumblebee is potentially better because, you know, I pulled for one and got one. I spent money and kind of gambled to get one. Yeah, that could be that could be concerning. If this is a gotcha game, big no thanks. It's a gotcha game. I don't think it's a gotcha game, but that screen right there could indicate that it's going to have elements of gotcha in it. Yeah, you're rolling for buying and then selling you know, your Transformers. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's concerning. He's got two Bumblebees. He has a Ratchet and can buy another one. You know, he has a Ratchet right here. It's a level three. Why would I buy another one? He's highlighting this Bumblebee and down here he can mark him for sell. He can sell him and get rid of him. I don't know. 
I'm not saying it's a gotcha game, but I'm definitely saying if that's the focus of like buying and pulling and rolling for better versions of Bumblebee, that's literally what you do in Genshin. They've changed publishers and devs a few times to keep their vision and escape BS. I really hope so. I hope they nail this as a as an action-adventure Transformers game. You know, an ongoing MMO light Transformers game is what I'm hoping for. Could be uh, this could be so cool. Player markets, I'm out for sure. That's definitely concerning. Looks like two bumblebees with different rarities. Well, as far as I can tell, it's not rarities. The 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 quality goes up as you level. See this guy here. Let me let me zoom in. Let's let's zoom in here. Let's make this as crystal clear as we can make it. Okay. So you're gonna notice a pattern here. This guy's a level three and he has no color. Okay, this guy's a level 2, he's a level 7. So as this diamond number goes up, the rarity color, I don't think it's a rarity color, the quality color, and this number goes up. Okay? Then when he goes from 7 to 13, this iron hide, not surprising, goes from green to blue, and it's a level 3. And then 13 to 21. Here's 21, level 4, right? 1, it's a 0. 1, 2, 3, 4, it's purple. And then when he hits 30, look, this Bumblebee's a 30, he's a gold, he's a 5. As far as I can tell, that number and that color is is dictated is is dictated by your level. As you level, that goes up. Now again, I don't know if it's a gotcha, because down here you can equip details and mark for sell. So he could sell this Bumblebee and be like, I don't need this Bumblebee, I already have one. And he already has a ratchet. But apparently he can he can he can buy another one for twelve thousand of whatever this currency is, and so the the question would be, can you pull for roll for or buy, you know, better versions of your of of the classes or the or the transformers in your roster? That would be a, I think that's a legitimate question for the developers. What does this screen mean and what does this represent? Why does he have two bumblebees? Purple Bumblebee has four in Roman next to it. Yeah, I said that. Look, this guy has nothing, so he's basically a one, two, three, four, five. And coincidentally, three, seven, thirteen, twenty-one, thirty. The blue diamond number goes up in accordance with their with their their mark we'll call it their mark number, right? Their mark number, along with their color, changes right in line with this diamond. The Roman numerals could be like a star rating from like Genshin, couldn't it? As in rarity? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because that number is lining up with the number here in the diamond. Like... If, if, if we have an example right here of what all five look like, one through five, okay, if, let's just say this guy was a 13 and he was also a five, well, that would break my theory apart. It would break my theory apart if he was a 13 and was a five. Like, do you understand the logic that I'm using? I feel like when this diamond is a one through five, you don't have a rank. You're just basically rank one. As soon as you get beyond five, it changes to a two. As soon as you get beyond 10, it changes to a 3. As soon as you get beyond 20, it changes to a 4. As soon as you hit 30 and above, it's a 5. 
do you see? Yo, welcome back to Reforge membership, Detective Seeds. So, there's a logic and a harmony here. As you level the character, his mark number goes up, his, his color goes up. Saint says, I wish I've never heard of this game now. Why, why are you being so despondent? Like, what's, what's the issue? And guys, we've got we've had one gifted member today. That was me. I did that this morning during the show open. Uh, if you want to reward the really loyal people that are here today, because we definitely are not having like a big, crazy Call of Duty gameplay reveal day. You know those big days where we cover like a live event. This is the core audience, man. If you want to reward the core audience with gifted members, these are the days to do that, because this is the core group of people that are here every day. Red Faction, you could do that too. Oh, like Destructible Environments. Keep in mind, this is opinion and speculation. These screenshots are almost three years old, says Creature, and from a different developer and publisher. Right. They could have completely jettisoned all this stuff out of the game. Go back to the roster. Is the repeating panner you collecting all those mark numbers? Hang on. Let me go back to that roster. That's a good question. Where was that? Here. This looks even older, though. This looks even older. I literally feel like this is just space filling, bro. Like this over here, I feel like they're just filling in the space. You'll notice, like, follow my mouse. This guy here with the with the dot for an eye and, like, the two antennas is here, here, here. It's a repeating pattern. It's one, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. It's a repeating pattern. Oh, I wonder if you're right, though, YouTube Lurker, because why would he have this one down here and that one up there? They're the same. This one here and this one here. They're the same. Yeah, he's got two different versions of this guy with the single dot and the antenna, and then he has two different versions of Bumblebee. He's got this red one here, and he's got this one here. Why would that be the case? Probably leveled up. Yeah, it could be Mark 1, 2, and 3. So you're... Yeah, man. I... If if that's how they built it... If that's how they built it, I really hope that that's not the way that it works. I hope, I really, really hope it's not a gacha game. Like it's not a, you know, roll for 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 better, you know, for better loot or whatever. I I I don't know, man. That would be that would be a concern, you know. That would that would be a pretty big concern if that's how it's structured because I was hoping for a loot based game it's like man give me loot to chase I want to get different rockets and you know different cannons and lasers and tires and, and wings you know I, I don't I don't I don't know this is this is not like four scale alarm worry but it is a little concerning that it's like wait a minute so I'm not leveling up bumblebee there's a better version of Bumblebee out there I can get. I can get a Mach 5 pull. Or can I just level him up and get him to, to Mark 5? Like, that's the question I have. Because, like, based on... Based on this picture that we zoomed in on, the question would be, 
are these numbers going up because as you level the character their mark number goes up or is this bumblebee capped at 29 right is a mark 4 can a mark 4 only go so high or something or when you get to 29 you roll him over to 30 does he turn into a mark 5 can you do it on your own can you invest the time can you invest can you get the currency and can you can you roll these guys over into higher marks or is it literally no you got to pull and hope to get a better bumblebee you got to grind and hope to get a better bumblebee what does activated mean activated meaning you found them and activated them that's part of the mission of the game is to find transformers and activate them and funny enough activated now that you have a ratchet the concern that we would have the concern that I would have is that you can buy this ratchet why would I do that right? why would I buy another ratchet well maybe you get a better pull maybe you get a better version you know of ratchet premise of the game is that we're finding the bots and reactivating them right okay think about it like that creature let's say you want a better version of bumblebee right let's say you want a better version of bumblebee and you can continue to run that mission or that quest over and over and over and over again and it pulls a bumblebee every time at the end different rarities different specs different whatever or or you can just buy another one right oh you got a ratchet level 3 you can just buy another one you can just pull for another one that again these are just concerns like what's your monetization what's your ongoing structure what exactly are we doing what exactly are we chasing what's my motivation why am I playing transformers reactivate gameplay is it going to be a loop that centers around collecting different tier levels of the autobots do i just get bumblebee and then keep investing in that bumblebee or do i try to get more and more and more until i get the best version of bumblebee is the loot the bots as opposed to a cannon or a laser what if the buy for ratchet is a repair cost to fix ratchet and then you can play him as a character it doesn't say repair it says sale like you he's on sale and you can mark for sell down at the bottom I I don't know I'm just not on board with all this looking at stuff from three years ago and crapping on it no one's crapping on it nobody has yet done that I have not done that we're looking at three year old images and saying if this is the foundation of the game then that's a concern right like why are we wasting time on outdated info who said it's outdated info do you know this is outdated info so you think they built the entire structure of the game around tier systems and autobot levels and and specs and stats you think they threw all that out the window and just started over do you honestly think that you think they handed transformers off to another developer so they could start over why would they do that if 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 they've built a system that looks like this and you've got characters with stats and abilities and levels, right? Where's the Bumblebee one? Here's the Bumblebee one, right? He's got a level, level 20. He's got a he's got a um look, he's level 20 and he's he's a 4 just like we said, like it seems like as this number goes up, this number goes up. You, you, there's, this isn't necessarily outdated. This could literally be the entire spinal column of the game. 
different devs and publisher it got handed to a different developer yeah it got handed to um splash damage it's not outdated it's just not likely 100% current right but think about what we're looking at we're not necessarily looking at the UI and saying the UI looks bad we're looking at stats and specs of a character I don't think that level of system work is going to be completely overhauled when it gets handed to another developer. They would largely build off of what's already there. They'd build off of the stats. It wouldn't shock me at all if when I boot up the beta to play this, it looks a lot like what we're looking at here. Which means it's completely valid to say, man, it's a little concerning that this guy's got multiple bumblebees. It's a little concerning that the bumblebees have different seemingly like levels and rarities. So that's not the kind of game that I would want to play. I don't want to chase like a better bumblebee. I would want to level him up. Now they could structure it in a way that I would like it, right? They could structure in a way that I would like it. Like maybe again, the, the, the Autobots and the Decepticons, they're the loot that you're chasing as opposed to the other way around. I'm telling you, my interest level goes into the floor when I'm chasing a better version of the character. That feels like a card game where I'm collecting cards. Now, the gameplay loop could make up for it. If I feel awesome, then I don't care. If I'm rolling around as Bumblebee or Starscream or whoever, Hot Rod, and I feel freaking dope, then I don't care. This might be placeholder names. It could be. It could be. I don't know why you'd have placeholder duplicates of Bumblebee in a, in a beta. That What are you testing then? If I can't have duplicates of Bumblebee, then what am I testing? This is some deep core info, says Quintar. Smells like Gasha. Uh, time needed to change is too much work. I, I'm, I am not at all saying this is a Gasha game, but it's certainly seems like it could lean heavily on what makes gacha games work which is hey that's a really nice bumblebee but there's a better version and trying to get one is going to take a long time you can always buy one you can always pull for one if rumors surrounding it are true they had a vision they were struggling to maintain with the previous developer and even more so square enix now both are gone Right, and we could literally be looking at the reasons that they change developers. Right? This could quite literally be the skeletal structure of something that was like, nah, man, you can't do that. You can do character-based gotcha? No, mm-mm, that's a real bad idea. Or, or, this could be literally impacted by the success of Genshin. It could. What we're looking at could quite literally be, hey, they got away with that in Genshin. Genshin's crazy popular. Transformers, baby. (laughs) Transformers. We're going to have to keep an eye on this. This is something I'm going to be highly on guard for. Highly on guard for. Of, uh, how how, how are y'all doing your monetization? How how are the characters going to work? Because... I don't know, man. Genshin came over here in the West and it is printing money. And that's how they treat their characters. You know, Transformers is very popular. And you got to think about the kind of people that would be like, man, I want them all. 
I want every character. I want every Transformer. I want them to be awesome and the best. That's uh, that's a lot of money that could be made if that's the format. What was the first company who worked on this? I'm actually not sure. Keep in mind, in this time frame, Genshin was king stuff. Now, not so much. Genshin's now more criticized than it was then. Do, do developers look at criticism or do they look at commercial success? I don't know. It depends. I mean, if sure, if you go to if you go to Twitter and you go to YouTube, right? Yeah, it was originally being built by certain affinity, yeah. If sure, if you go to Twitter and you go to YouTube and you go to Reddit, Genjin's come under fire more recently. Content creators have walked away, you know. And I think that can shade our judgment. So, I mean, if you look at the success of Genshin, it stands to reason that they might say, eh, we can do that with Transformers. <laughs> you know? I... There might be some weight behind these leaks, weapon designs. Yeah, like, that looks pretty cool. Gravi- gravity hammer. Yeah. A scorcher. Yeah. Genshin's still making profit, right? What if the Roman numerals are the amount of mods you can equip, making it better to have higher level characters, which would give people the reason to roll for the same bot? How do you sleep at night on a large pile of money with many beautiful women? That's right. If you guys are just tuning in, we've been covering Transformers Reactivate gameplay and what I feel it needs to do. We've we've been combing over these images and obviously we're drawing a little bit of concern we're not coming to conclusions but we're saying hey when they first start outlining gameplay when they first start letting us get a look behind the curtain I want to know what all this means is this the ground level foundational work of a gacha game where hey you can get a better bumblebee you can pull for him or grind for him which do you want to do or these are just placeholders it 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 doesn't seem that way. Again, we're not drawing conclusions. We're just saying this could be concerning. Just saying Genshin Impact isn't bad. It's much more time sink than Money Pit. Uh, I think that if a game is free and people are willing to pay, I don't see a problem. I will choose to believe that they have jumped through fire uh, to be better, not worse, until they show me different. And you get credit from me for trying to escape a company that made Avengers. For sure. For sure. Spending in millions? What game is that? Genshin for the last year. Uh, for the last year. Or month. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Genshin's doing just fine. According to this financial report, their, their, their numbers, their numbers haven't slowed down. They've pretty much stayed the same. I mean, if you look at all of 2022, they've always been in the one over 100... 100 million over the 100 million mark with a couple of dips like May dipped under 100 million and back in October last year as far as I can tell spending in Genshin has not slowed down it's maintained a very healthy a very a very healthy line so that would be the ultimate question you know getting getting another gacha game in the western market how would you do it well you'd, eat, you'd I think doing it with transformers would be a, a brilliant way to do it because it's a game that would work in that environment you make it character based 
I really want a Starscream. I really want a Hot Rod, right? It's attached to nostalgia. What better drug to lull somebody to sleep other than nostalgia? That's a that's a really, really potent, powerful drug to get somebody to do that, right? So, I'm not saying that's what they're doing, but I'm saying when I look at the Western market, brother, if I'm trying to get a gotcha game off the ground, you're not going to do it with Pokemon, so what else could we do it with? Uh, I don't know, Transformers. There's tons of them. There's 500 of them. Make it character-based. Roll for better versions. Pull for better versions. Grind for better versions. And that's what this screen looks like. I'm not saying that's what this is. I'm saying, I got a lot of questions now. Because today was all about, what do they need to do with the gameplay? If I'm going to play a Transformers game, what am I doing? Am I getting loot for my Transformer? Tires? Lasers? Rockets? Or am I just leveling them up with XP? And as we've pressed on these screenshots, as we've examined these screenshots, that screenshot's concerning. It's like, looks like I can get multiple bumblebees, which means I'm grinding, pulling, or buying multiples to try to get better versions. That smells like something that I don't want to eat. You know, it could literally be placeholders. We could be looking at something that has nothing to do with the Gasha system, right? But there's another screenshot to consider here. There's another screenshot to consider here. Let me zoom out. Hang on. Yeah, I can't use the magnifying glass. You come to this screen and he's comparing. Right? He's he's doing he's doing seemingly some type of a comparison and the stats are identical, so I don't really understand this screenshot, but it does look like you can come here and compare. Now, we're not seeing identicals on this screen, right? Comparing to Ratchet. He's comparing to Ratchet, with for, which for some reason it says Bumble Pink over here. I, that, 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 that could be a mistake of some kind. That could be a mistake of some kind. I don't know. Or, or he's got an activated... Oh, activated's lit up down here. So this is activated, and maybe he's going to be comparing it to this guy. So maybe he needs to scroll over. I'm not sure. But we aren't seeing multiples here. So when we come to this screen, he's got two bumblebees, right? And this one's listed activated. He comes to this screen, and bumblebee's not showing up. Maybe he needs to scroll more to the right. I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not sure. But that... That'd be a really great way. That'd be a really great way to 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 get to get people to spend more, man. You're comparing one bumblebee to another. Seems like you can find parts of the transformer to rebuild it. I've not seen evidence of that, Mo. Are there I've not seen screenshots that show that of rebuilding. You reactivate them and then you level them up. Like like uh this screenshot seems to indicate that like Starscream's got a shot carbine and we've done something to level it up to a 4. Now you'll notice that Starscream is a level 0 up here, but his shot carbine is a level 4. So it seems like individual things on you can be leveled either, I don't know, with currency, playtime, XP, or something. I'm thinking a la Warframe. Different loadouts. Sure, sure, you could have like different versions of Bumblebee. And again, again, 
that could that could literally be you know why they're doing it they're doing it in a way to say hey I, you you can have multiple bumblebees we don't want you to feel restricted you could have different versions different loadouts maybe it's not oh yeah you can get a, a better version of bumblebee just roll for another just grind for another they're like no no you you can have multiple bumblebees because you could have very very different loadouts you could have different approaches uh to to how it works and again with warframe Warframe goes down that route, right? You've got multiple frames. You're, you know, you're grinding to complete a frame. You're grinding to get, you know, everything leveled up on that particular frame, and then you switch to a completely different one that you you have loaded out in a, in a, in a completely uh, different way. Almost looks like they are combining the two characters to improve the first, like some Gacha games do. What if the Mark tiers are used in a way? where you max its level and then you get a mark tier and then rinse repeat. That's what I thought because something to point out in this screenshot to alleviate some of our concern is that the mark tiers are are incongruence to the level. Right? This guy doesn't have a mark tier because he's only a level 3, but then this guy hits a level 7 and he has a mark tier 2. And then this is 13. So look, no color green blue right so this guy goes up he's above a 10 so he's a 3 and then this guy gets above 20 he's a 4 and this guy hits 30 and he's a 5 right so it seems like your mark tier is tied to your level in some way now is that something that the character can just do it deleted that comment for some reason maybe it didn't like the word steal or something I don't, I, I don't, I don't see your comment. It's uh, uh, if a Google moderator took care of it, I don't get to see it. I don't even see what you said. This looks pay to win. It might not be though, because if you're just grinding and that represents he got another drop of a bumblebee that's lower level, maybe he can break it down. Maybe he can sell him. Maybe the lower levels are representing he has multiple bumblebees that he's leveling and building them out completely different. We don't, we don't actually know. I think we'll have limited slots in the beginning compared to this since I saw an add slot option. It didn't even show up to be approved for me. Yeah, one of my mods is saying he didn't even see it to be approved. So, who, who knows what uh, what happened. <clears throat> the US percentage is growing too. Perhaps, perhaps it has, perception has not changed for the worse. Yeah, I don't think Genshin's doing poor in the West. That's one of the reasons that we're concerned a little bit here. If 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 Gasha games are growing, <clears throat> excuse me, if they're growing in popularity in the West, that's a concern we have for Blue Protocol. Blue Protocol literally said the word Gasha in a stream. Now, oh, it's cosmetics only. Oh, okay, it's still a mechanism that I dislike. It's 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 you're just bringing loot boxes back. You're bringing them back. Keep rolling for a better one. Keep rolling for something nicer, shinier, better, ETC. You know, and more and more, more and more, I think we have to be on guard for these kinds of things. I've been having discussions with my kiddos. I've been having discussions with my kiddos about why we don't buy a, a toy when we don't know what's inside. I'm trying to instill that in my children. We, we do not do that. We do not support 
toys that do that. Because I want them to know, growing up, if a video game is going to do that, nonsense gambling trash, well, you might get something good, spend another five. No. Oh, you already spent ten, though. That pity system's going to fire any time now. You're going to get what you want. No. Do you, st- uh, do you think you have to pay as a sol- uh, play as a soldier as well? No. Do they understand? Yeah, yeah. I asked them to repeat it back to me. I said, why do we not buy that toy? And they both, both my daughter and my son said back to me, and they said, because you don't know what you're going to get. You might get something you don't want. And I'm like, that's exactly right. We don't give money to a company that's going to deliver you intrinsic dissatisfaction that's we don't do that we don't support those practices here not in this house I was like we don't do that you go and give money to a company that shows you what you're getting here it is it's a red bouncy ball you know instead of a green block Lazaro with three months coming in Thanks for renewing it, Lazaro. Seems like you start with a Mark 1 and every five levels you get another Mark, just to guess. Either way, I'm not pre-ordering until gameplay trailer. Right? Yeah, I'm looking for more info. I am. Thanks for jumping back in, Lazaro, as a member plus. Guys, if you've never done a membership on YouTube before, consider doing a membership. Uh, It looks like it'll be our first day not hitting that daily goal. We gift here pretty often, so if you cannot afford a membership, don't worry. We gift members on the regular. Every time we hit 25, I have to gift five. So the more often you watch, the more often you hit that like button in chat, it sees you as loyal to the stream, and that's when those gifted members are rewarded. A great thing to do right now is to help us hit 300 likes. That will also help us out. That'll also potentially help you get a gifted member. Speaking of, I need to get a lottery ticket this week. Imagine in the future you have to go to a dealership and you have to roll out vehicles based on gotcha. Right. Right. Yo, 22 months and it's a VIP for Zubair. I can't believe I've been here this long. Getting close to two years, old man. Thanks for doing a VIP as well, Zubair. You consider collectible card like Pokemon in the same vein as gotcha toys. I think cards are a little bit different, right? Like... It's a product that can't really... It doesn't work as a product if I can just go to the store and buy individual cards. It just doesn't work. So I do think there's a big difference between saying, hey, here's a pack of cards. You know? (laughs) Online MVP says, not on my watch. He says, we're not losing our streak. We're going to hit this goal. We are going to hit this goal he just dropped a 20 bomb you know what since he's the only one to do it today i'm letting him own i'm letting him own my alerts for the next 20 chingerings i'm gonna let him do it he deserves it he deserves it they should start popping up and he's like there they go there they go loss rain malboja sir muffin ashley collingswood wireless showerhead Raphael, aaron glover ronald demeter joseph x comer primary flavius just GMGO, CIII, Vale, Bonfi, Malik, Chris, and Dusk, six. Four more, and I got to get five. 
That's the way to do it. Online MVP's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. He's like, we're not losing our streak. We've hit that goal every day for like, I don't even know how long now. What is it, like two and a half weeks? That puts us over 2,100 members, by the way. Card and blind box physical is a bit more raw than digital. Cards are the same thing, though, says Paul. You can't really say I don't like loot boxes, but Pokemon cards are okay. No, here's the difference, Paul. Gasha boxes and loot boxes, especially the way Gasha is designed with pity, it literally tells you if you keep spending money, your chances of getting what you want go up. A Pokemon card pack doesn't say that. A Pokemon card pack says, hey, here's a pack of cards, random stuff inside. My kids buy them and they love every single card that comes out, right? They don't care. They're not looking for a shiny or whatever. So I don't know. I, I, I feel like there's a distinction there. It's not like there's some dude standing there next to the Pokemon cards. It's like, didn't get what you want. Oh, well, if you buy five more, your chances go up. Every time you buy one, your pity percentage increases. No. No, you know you're just buying a, a, a thing of random cards. It has the same effect. You buy cards, you're getting cards. Yeah, like no matter what, you get cards. Like, I don't know. I do think there's a difference between a pack of Pokemon cards and buying a bag and being like, you might get Super Mario. You might get Bowser. You might get another Goomba. You have no idea what's in there. I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a big, big difference between the two. Yo, Immortal Turtle with a whole year. He says a whole year. Let's go. Thanks for jumping back in, Immortal Turtle. Yo, Old Soul jumping back in 20 months, and it's a member VIP. Thank you for doing that. Yo, great things coming in the new year, Lono. Hope you have a great Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. Over 2,000 members. We were half that a couple weeks back. Love the members here. My only concern is it's almost all gifted. So y'all that are getting gifted members, if you hang out here all of the time and you really enjoy it and you can afford your own membership, we need folks to start jumping in on their own, right? We get it. We get it. Not everybody can afford it right now. We got generous people like my man Quintar right now dropping a five gifted member bomb. If you get one of these gifted members, you're invited into our members only discord. You're invited to our members only streams. We'll be doing one here shortly to take my lunch break. Quintar gifts five. That puts us to 26. You know what that means? That means, oops, that's 36. That means I have to mess up the formatting of my member goal. There we go. I fixed it. 26 over 25 that means I gotta give my 5 I love how generous people are being I love that we're back at a good member count but we're really gonna keep pressing on people right we're gonna keep pressing on people I can't have 80% of my members be gifted some of y'all need to jump in okay get committed get involved especially if you enjoy listening to a free live show you know 4 and 5 hours a day Monday through Friday (laughs) it don't run on ad revenue let me tell ya Alright, here's my five. I'm a man of my word. Here comes my five. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Online MVP and I are stepping on each other's toes here. He just gifted another 20 and my five's in the mix. So that puts us to 46. This man is insane. 
I like doing it on days like today because it should go to people that are here and we definitely are in a smaller core audience today. So I hope your loyalty to my channel is being rewarded right now. We got people like Ghostface, Karma Policeman, Gundam Colony, Typical Moon Knight, Riots, Joey Downer, Nick Abbott, Goliath, Dante the Man of the Mirror, Ben Chappa, AZO, King Sonic, uh, OPEC, Fran, Saiyan, Eric, Vlad, Classic Xander, Cody Buster, Golden Tattoo, Glib, uh, and now we're getting into mine, Tyler Miller, Headox Animations, Giorgios, Giorgios, Falcon, you guys all have been gifted a member, we hope you enjoy the members only content, we hope you enjoy our members only discord, welcome on in, they need to fix the phone app gifting, wait, uh, PIA? Wait a what? What are you doing, Quintar? We are at 2,136. We are over 2,100. So you guys hit 2,000. You unlock the Star Wars watch party. The next watch party will be episode 2. We'll be doing that on a Saturday in January. That's a great reason to be in the Discord so you don't miss the announcement about how that's going to work. If we hit 2,500, we're going to be doing a triple header horror weekend like we did with the Quarry. We'll do it with Until Dawn. My wife and I will play through a horror game. Thank you, Online MVP, also for 22 months of membership and doing a VIP gold. Thank you, Siege Master, for an entire year of support and a member VIP. This man's content is well worth six bucks a month. If you're gifted, consider Member Plus to pick up your own. Yeah, you can upgrade your membership right now for a dollar and pick up your own membership, uh, and that'll get you into extra uploads and content beyond just those live streams that we do for all members. You can't say there's some common narrative against Genshin when the data in the U.S. shows otherwise. Never said uh, you found any kind of anything. I said there was no common narrative around gaming that specifically was about Genshin's method, and now there are. You can like the game, feel how you want, doesn't matter. The common perception and narrative around doesn't change based on how good it is or isn't, how much like it or how much you feel about it. Yeah, I don't, man, I don't know. I think I kind of agree with Eugene here. I think Genshin's doing just fine. I don't think like there's a narrative against Genshin or Gacha games. I think Gacha games are here and it's concerning. What have I walked into? A crazy member bomb. We're already four members away from me having to gift again. We're four away from 50. We were, we were at a one member a minute ago. I was like, we're not hitting the goal today. It's going to be the first day in a long time we haven't hit the goal. And we blasted past it because of online MVP and Quintar. you start posting all the articles we read them consistently yeah but here's the thing creature i think that's the dilemma is it not the articles the youtube i i admitted this a little bit ago when you said what you said yeah there's reddit posts there's tweets there's youtube videos there's reddit i already said all that let me say this again there are youtube videos there are reddit posts there are tweets there are probably articles talking about gasha and genshin and why it's bad that doesn't that doesn't seem to put a dent into their profitability or their commercial success which is actually more concerning your point combined with their continued commercial success that should be more concerning it hasn't put a dent into their performance so how many game devs are looking at Genshin and saying people can rage all they want people can make as many YouTube videos or Reddit posts as they want they're making money Let's do the same thing. I'm not saying Transformers is gotcha. I'm seeing evidence that could point to that. 
I'm not saying it is. We're just going to be on guard for it. We're going to watch the gameplay reveals. We're going to watch their Q&As. We're going to watch their detailed things that they put on their website, blog posts, whatever. My point is, my point was, it could be this game leaning way in or way out. Right? Girl Troll says, geez, y'all going crazy with the gifteds? You got to close, you got to be close to 2100. We're above 2100. We have, uh, we're nearing 2200 now. 2500 is the next big, is the next big goal. We hit 2000, so you get your Star Wars watch party. If we hit 2500, we'll do a triple header horror weekend where all weekend long, every night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, my wife and I'll play through a scary game with you guys. It's hilarious. We did it with the quarry. As a new member, you can go watch that quarry playthrough. It's hilarious. We're at 2136. So we are 64 away from 2200. Unless the devs outright say there's no gasha, I'll be on guard for it, says a Myrtle Turtle. People always call the game out day one, though. People still call it out. <clears throat> Looked at a graph and they ran with it. There is a narrative against FIFA. They still print money. That's exactly right, Zubair. Until dawn's going to happen. I think you guys could hit 2500 this week. It's just, you always have to make sure and do it before we roll over into a new month because the minute we get into January, you're gonna, you'll start losing. That's why we're really telling people, hey, if you got a gifted and can pick it up on your own, pick it up on your own because if not, all those gifteds fall and we got to build it all back up again. So we need that floor of committed members to rise. We need folks to, to buy into what we do here. We, you know, we, we do lots of members-only content. We have a great members-only Discord. I do content... Um, I do content on the on Friday nights with my uh, with my wife. And that's a really enjoyable thing for members. So thanks y'all for being here and taking part in this discussion. I tell you what, I tell you what, we do we do need to move on to uh, to the members only thing. I don't want this stream hitting three hours. It's amazing we made it this far because we just we didn't really we didn't really see the 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 interest on the front end the interest will probably build we think this game's interest will slowly build so we're going to continue to cover it and continue to do streams like this where like i get in the ring with you and say here's what i think the game needs to do performance of the video is not going to determine that right away we think this is good content we believe in this type of content it's what we did with another game so we believe in this idea of taking games like Diablo and Starfield and Transformers and Blue Protocol and Hogwarts and Project LLL and saying, hey, here's what they have to do. Here's what they need to do. I want to lean into opinion. I don't like having to ride the gaming news cycle. Like, I don't like being like, oh, there's nothing in gaming news to talk about. Well, what in the heck are we going to talk about? I'd rather start owning my own content. I really, really hope the sub base starts to support it and starts to back it because just having to ride the, the, the gaming news cycle is not a great feeling, and we want to break away from that. So if the gaming news is popping off, great, we'll cover it. But when it slows down, we want the ability to kind of carve our own path and deliver our own content and our own value, right? So, if you guys want to do four more before we switch gears here in a moment, feel free to do that. I'm going to briefly run upstairs and use the restroom, continue to smash the like button, uh, 300 likes would be a killer ratio on this video. This video could get really scrappy when we're no longer live. So help it out. Smash those like buttons. You know, smash those thumbs up. Spam those Lono Dope emotes in the chat. We can start to really own our uh, our our own content, our own path here. All right. Yeah, I saw that, Lazaro. I saw that. All right. Give me give me 60 seconds. I'll be right back. 
and uh, I've got some games to put on your watch list Wednesday watch list is a segment we do sometimes for members and I'll show you some games that you should be checking out and adding to your wish list so I'll be right back don't go anywhere Okay, 
you guys want to take anybody else hostage to come with us we're going to be heading to members so I can have my lunch we'll take a look at some watch list Wednesday some stuff to put on your radar some games to put on your radar that I have found not a ton uh, this time not a ton but definitely some games worth uh, checking out give me just a second to get all the posts out you guys have a minute or two if you want to hit anybody else with a member okay okay Wednesday watch list time post the channel members there Yo, my man Behemoth jumping back in. 22 months at a VIP. Quintar. Man, this man don't quit. Sending Legos. This one's not um this one's not from Quintar, but he sent the Darth Vader one I had up here yesterday. We like to show those because we're continuing to build that backlog for the Lego channel. Uh, we're, we got our eyes set now on Harry Potter sets, so we can really we can do those before uh, Hogwarts lands. That puts us at 51. This man, Quintar, dude, just committed, committed. Digital comment, neither, neither, greed, Vahil, and JC, Carla Moreau. You guys can all come with us. We're about to go to members only, and you can come with us. And also, he hit another 25, so I got to give my five. Had to change the computer phone, was causing too many issues. That's such a bummer. I wonder how many people would just, I wonder if people can't even join. I wonder if there's people that are, like, trying to join on on mobile and just can't. You know what I'm saying? All right, here's my five. You all, the y'all get, get these. You can come with us. I'm going to put a link in chat. I'm going to put a link in chat. You can click the link or you can ride the redirect. You get to kind of see behind the curtain, hang out with me while I eat and wait for our second show. Our second show is going to be about Diablo four seasons and what I think they need to do with the seasons. Enjoy. Andrew Garcia, Supra Tim Sakar, Yo-Yo Shami Singh, and Martin Reed. If you guys want to come with us, there is a link in chat. Or uh, it can uh, redirect you. I'm going to wait for this to end, actually, before we go. (laughs) Getting us closer and closer to 2,200 members. Further up and further in. Mm -mm. Retribution's already over there. It says first. Yo, Rex, Sinistry, I carry this over into the next stream, taking us to 52 members for the day. Thanks for jumping in, Rex, picking it up all on your own and doing a member VIP. I greatly appreciate that, Rex. Thank you. Thanks for the great show and the coffee's great. Thank you, Quintar. Thanks, Quintar, for sending those Legos. Appreciate it. If you guys ever want to get any of the Lego sets uh, to help us with the Brick Abbey Lego channel, since it's not really making any money, we... Are uh, are putting sets on our Amazon wish list, and then those show up here. We have a we have a Harry Potter one on right now. There, that I'm we'd be, oh, it'd be amazing. I'm gonna finish Yoda. My kiddos got me Yoda for my birthday, and when I finish Yoda, we're gonna do that Harry Potter one next if we can get our hands on it. Realm Rex says, <laughs> "Yeah, another Rex. Sorry, Realm Rex. You're not the only Rex now. All right, if you just became a member and you can hear my voice." Click that link in chat. I'm also going to redirect you just in case, but the link is a more surefire way to get there. Redirect doesn't always work. 
Thanks so much for clicking on this. If you're a member, this is going to be a watch list Wednesday. I can't do this every week because sometimes we don't have enough new games to check out, but I try to put games on your watch list. These are things that either just recently came out or are on the horizon. Maybe something to add to your wish list, camera change, add to your wish list. So you're going to want to be here. It's another one of my lunch breaks where I break from the morning stream. We did a Transformers talk and uh, next we're going to be doing like a Diablo talk. So make sure and check out those past broadcasts if you are watching this uh, as a past broadcast we're getting close to 2200 members uh, if we hit 2500 we'll do that triple header uh, horror weekend like we did with the quarry but you did earn the star wars watch party so you want to make sure you're in the discord the links are in the description of all of our videos so that way you can get all the information about when we're going to do that we'll pick a saturday in january i'm going to end the previous stream that was about transformers reactivate and bring everybody over